If you freaking don't want to fight, then you freaking might as well stop right now. Are you going to stop fighting? You're behind in this fight. Damn it. Take this. You're behind in this fight. You're now listening. You got 12 minutes left. That's four rounds. What you do in the next 12 minutes, you're going to have to live with for the next 10, 20, 30, 40 years of your life. Your little son, he's not going to be told that his son beat Hollyfield. He's going to be told he beat lost to a guy named Volta. Who's brought up with no talent? You understand? Anything you feel, he's feeling the same for worse. You're just not digging. You hear me? And you can't talk about all the things you talk about if you don't perform. Now listen, do you want to live with that the rest of your life, no. Michael? It's gonna happen. You got 12 minutes. You're behind. You understand? It's gonna start here. Yes, yes. This is episode 20 of Knock Em Out the Box. They're trying to stop. Somebody's trying to stop us from recording. Uh, dude. Somebody out there, but we're not letting it happen. The universe. Episode Bente. I, I was waiting. This is Bente. SOS Bente. I, I was coming. waiting. I'm coming. I'm still sick. This is a I, got a mi- I got a migraine headache. B is ready to tap. The, 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 the Zoom won't let us work. <laughs> Irish Irish Billy's drunken on the lawn somewhere again. This Irish Billy yeah. become quite quite unreliable. He has. He has. <laughs> As you can hear in my voice, this is uh this is this is gonna be a tough one. But we wanted to bring you guys another episode and we wanted to celebrate number 20, big number 20. Mm-hmm, um, indeed. We got a lot to talk about. We do. Let's just dive right in, man. Let's Let- dive into uh to uh, Bud Crawford, Sean Porter. Wait, you're talking about the fight you picked to happen exactly the way it did. Listen, you want to you want to you want to talk about that? You're talking you're talking talk- Pazzy predictions. Pazzy predictions. Pazzy the clairvoyant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is Vinny Tarot cards. Right. Right. Um, so, unbelievable fight, by the way. Uh, as yeah. far as far as I'm concerned, um, I didn't. I, I then get into it because I got some stuff I got to talk about. But well, I want, listen, I want you to lead here. Uh, listen, the um, look, uh, Bud, look, Bud, Bud dropped him, then Bud dropped him again, uh, like I thought would happen. Uh-huh. And Porter would stop it. That's what happened. But, um, my biggest issue with that fight was the scorecards. Okay. And, and the general consensus scorecards, not just the judges. I think every, I think all three judges had had it, but up by like one. Uh huh. Um, it seemed like the uh, consensus, the, the 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 Twitter boxing world seemed to think it was close up until up until and broadcasters. That, Everybody thought it was close. Correct. I didn't. Um, what round was it? Did it was the tenth or eleventh that he stopped it in? Tenth. What round was going on the tenth? The tenth. We, you so and I was, both picked the eleventh by stoppage. Right. Um, and he stopped right. him in the tenth. Right. I. Uh, so through nine full rounds, I only gave Porter two. Okay. Um, I had it. I had it close, but I had Crawford winning most of the exchanges. Um, I thought his ring generalship was, and not enough people talk about it, 
he was doing what he wanted to do and allowing Porter to do what Porter was doing until Crawford didn't want to. Um, there is some incredible top rank did a fantastic job uh, with the production. They um, did. I, I got to really hand it to him. Uh, since HBO has gotten out of the boxing game, there has been a, a production has gone down on fights. Nobody did it like HBO. HBO did sports the best. Um, they, they really had an incredible run and they, and they showed us how to do a boxing broadcast. Um, it's sometimes uh, imitated, uh, never duplicated. Um, but this was pretty close. They had a microphone in Bud's corner and uh, between the, the ninth and 10th. And, um, you know, typically fighters get caught up in the moment. They don't always know what round they're in. Bud's asking what round it is. Uh, and they're telling Bud, it's close. And he's, you see him pause for a second. And he looks at his trainer and he says, his trainer, Bomack, says, yes. it's close. He says, how? Yes. And he says, it's close. They got it close. And I could see how people would have it close. And I'm going to explain something in a minute, but he says, you got to turn it on now. You know, you got to, this is it. It's, it's, it's too close. And uh, Bud went out there and, and finished them in that round. Kenny Porter stopped it. A lot of people say it was premature. Um, uh, I'll get into Kenny Porter in a little bit. We're going well, we're, we're, we're to talk about dads on this podcast a little bit. Dad we trainers. are. We are. Look, here's the thing. Um, and, and this is tough for me because um, we're allowed to be, we allow ourselves to talk with emotion on this show. You know what I mean? Sure. It's not PC and stuff. So because, because I, I don't like Sean Porter's style and his fighting, and I think he's right. grossly uh, overappreciated as a fighter, um, you know, I wasn't one of those people screaming bad stoppage. I will say this. When he stopped it, we can get into that. Look, it was going nowhere good. I agree. Um, so, listen, that's, so that's, I'm tricky. glad you touched on that. It's just tricky. Uh, what I, when he stopped it, if Sean was mad, if the rest of the team was mad, if you're a Sean Porter fan and you're mad, I'm not going to sit here and debate with you that when he got, when he punched the ground four or five times out of frustration, Sean meaning, yes, you know, after the second yes. stoppage and got up and was ready to fight and Kenny stopped it and you're mad at that. I'm okay with that, but. I'm telling you, if you're a fan of his, it was about to get really ugly. Really so ugly. Take, take that as however you want to, because I understand stoppages that don't that I understand stoppages that look premature, but someone who knows their fighter. And we're talking about someone who is a, a, a father. I don't think he's a good trainer. The same way we're going to get into Teofimo Lopez and his father, but. So I don't well, know. Teofimo Lopez's father makes fucking Kenny Porter look like Angelo Dundee. But all right. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what, I'm, what, what I'm saying is there certain times there's nuance to these type of things. It's not stopped because this guy, uh, the equilibrium is shot or his his legs are gone or he's not responding properly to the ref. I think those things were to some degree he responded the way you want your guy to respond after being knocked down twice. But 
there's also an understanding of where is this going? Um, this is maybe the best finisher in the sport. Uh, he's, he's mean. Uh, he, uh, we've said in previous um, episodes that we don't look at Bud as uh, Golovkin, Julian Jackson puncher, but he's, but he's mean and his, his hands are heavy and the shots are thudding. It's just, it wasn't good, man. It wasn't good. No. I, I guess the, I guess the fact before I, before I go back to you, I guess the difference for me is I didn't think it was close. Maybe if I did, I would think it was different. I'll, I'll, I'll end my diatribe with that. Maybe that was a factor for me that I had him up seven, two. And then if we count the 10th round, which we don't, because that's when it stopped, he right. would have been, he would have gotten through that round and I would have had an eight to two with two knockdowns. Right. Then ten, you're another 10, about, seven rep. Then you're talking about 10, seven, but you're up eight rounds to two. And then you're getting into, yo, know, you have to knock him out, which is not going to happen. There's right. a different, there's a different way to look at it. Um, I, to, 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 to sort of build off what you said to me, there was no point where Bud wasn't doing what he wanted to do. Um, did, did Porter land like two, three, four looping rights that Bud laughed at? I mean, well, I say laughed at, I mean, literally not in the sense of, yeah. of, you know, uh, he laughed it off in a, in a sense of, um, you know, in his mind, in a he figurative actually, sense. Yeah, no, it's a literal cheesed and laughed. Yeah, it's not hyperbole. He 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 was he was kind of laughing at the lack of skill, if that makes any sense. Like, yo, I it was a laugh. I see everything coming. I see everything you're doing. What you're trying to do. Early on, I was like, here we go again. I don't know if you. I don't remember if we were. Um, <clears throat> what we were saying to each other at the time, we definitely were texting, but it, it was starting with the, you know, the, the head butts, the, the, the yeah. clenching, you know, and, and yeah. Bud does what Bud does. He figures it out. He was doubling and tripling the jab, creating distance, doing whatever he wanted. So I right. don't really know how you, how you're. Well, one of the things <clears throat> that I noticed was, you know, Sean Porter is touted as this very strong guy, right? He's a, and I, I really hate this when they say this. He's a football thing, right? Football thing. I fucking hate yeah, it. So me too. fucking dumb. Because um, he's because guys, he's not. Um, he wasn't. I, I think he was like all conference. I like looked it up from whatever, uh -huh. you know, whatever. Like, no, there was not big time. Ohio State was not knocking on his door. Right. Um, there was one point, and I, I would love for someone to write in um, and and tell me if they have any intel on this. And the reason why I asked this, and there's going to be two things that I'm going to point out. There was a point where Porter, uh, in, in doing what Porter does and what you call per perfectly, was that he tries to maul and maim you. And uh, he puts his weight forward and, and puts his weight on you and grabs you, moves you to where he wants to move you to set up his punches. Um, Bud spun him like a wrestler. And got behind him and put like it was like ready for a belly to back suplex. Yeah, that's what point. I thought he was gonna do. Yeah, I, I thought and, he was gonna turn and him. put him down. There was a second time he did it where Porter went to lean on him and Bud stood up, and it looked like Bud shot in a double leg 
And what I say, a double leg, that's a wrestling maneuver. And I don't mean, <laughs> I don't mean wrestling like uh, professional wrestling. I mean, amateur wrestling, Greco-Roman yeah. style wrestling, Olympic style wrestling. Um, both of Bud's sons are, or two of Bud's sons, I believe he has two sons and three daughters. Um, they're, they are junior um, Nebraska state champion. I think they're now national champion junior wrestlers. Like there, there is no high school and collegiate sport harder than, than wrestling. Um, so if buds, if I think if someone could write in, maybe let me know or tweet me or shoot me a DM on Instagram. I want to know if bud also wrestled in high school. Um, when I was younger, I wrestled and the, the, oh, the, know. the positioning and, and moves bud does um, are that of a, of a wrestler. And I think on one of the 24 seven style leadups um, with his camp, someone was screwing around and bud, bud got into like a wrestling stance. Um, so it's just an incredible background uh, to have a, get another tool in, 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 in Bud's toolbox to have against a guy like Sean Porter. Um, and for that matter, any other fighter that's going to try to do that with a guy like Bud, who I don't know, like I said, I want someone to write in who appears to have wrestling training um, would just be a mistake. And I think Porter, they had an exchange when Bud, Bud got under his, under into his shoulder was in Porter's stomach and his head was in Porter's armpit or his neck. And Bud picked him up and moved him into the corner. And I don't know what, what they said to each other, but they had a quick exchange. It was at the end of the round. And uh, you could see Porter like walking away, like, oh shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Of course. That, that That's not going to work with this guy. And they, they should know each other. I believe they they've, been in each other's camps, sparred each other, known each other for a long, long time. So um, it, was, it, was, it was an interesting dynamic to see. I will say this. We touched on the last time. I made a point saying that the <clears throat> for my breakdown and my predictions that the check hook, Bud's right check hook was going to be a factor. Um, and you correctly predicted that Bud was going to land the, the backhand uppercut, which would be his left hand. Um, <clears throat> He landed both at will. He landed both. That's <laughs> um, a funny thing. It was. The, I think both knockdowns were a result of of both shots. Well, the first knockdown was exactly what you said. Porter coming in way too fast, out of control, and Bud throwing a Bud setting his feet and throwing an uppercut. Um, and if you look at the sequence, uh, he throws check hook. He hooks jabs uppercuts real fast. It's the, the jab is lightning fast. Bud's speed is, uh, it's like underrated. It when absolutely you, is. And when you watch close-up video of him in real time, he's incredibly fast. Um, he landed the uppercut. That knocked him down. <clears throat> Excuse me. The second knockdown in the 10th was Bud piling on. Uh, he ultimately finished him with a hook, but it wasn't a check hook. It was a lead hook off the front foot. Um, in any event, both of those punches were a factor, and like you correctly predicted, I just want to give you props for this fight because uh, you 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 had this one. If you were in his corner or in his camp, uh, he wouldn't have heard better advice. Um, it, it and it was it's it's a joy to see that come to fruition, Vin. Just want to let you know. So this this fight in particular had me happy. 
I think I, I, I was sending you text messages like we won the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was great. You know, I was like, I was like, Vinny, Vinny prediction strikes again. But um, I'm, uh, I, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of the happiness, you know, there's the predictions and that's fun, you know. Yeah. But um, I, I think when I saw the scorecards, I, I knew what would have happened if it would have went on. But they were too close for my liking. Uh-huh. Um, See, I know, had a close I, fight, but Porter taking most of the rounds. I mean, I'm sorry, Crawford taking the rounds in what was not necessarily nip and tuck, but it was competitive, a close competitive fight that Crawford was winning rounds. Well, um, I want to, yeah, I'm going to get back. I want to cover that. Um, <clears throat> I want to cover that phenomenon in Fulton Figueroa when we get to that. Where right. Something because that where, was a tough fight to score. If I, that, that's a fight I feel bad for judges on, you know. Um, but yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, yeah, the but I don't, I didn't have the, the card close, you know. Like I said, I repeated a couple times, I gave right. Porter a couple rounds. Um, right, I didn't have the card close, I had the fight close, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. What I'm saying is though, I'm saying I saw people's cards right with, with it you know, uh, five to four. I mean, I, I, I tweeted for those of you that follow me, uh, for those of you guys that follow me, I said, I can't believe what I'm seeing on my timeline right now that people have this fight as close as they do. And I actually put like a tongue in cheek sort of a uh, post up that I said, is Porter awarded extra points for faith? Right. So, um, right. Because right. yeah, I, I said I, something, I'm, imagine being such a buffoon that you have this close or something like that. Right, right, right. You know, um, um yeah, I, I just, I, I didn't have it that close. Uh, like I said, the rounds may have been close with, in my opinion, Crawford taking the majority, more than the majority of the rounds. Um, and again, it was like one of my buddies, uh, one of my really close friends, uh, who's a boxing fanatic and incredible analyst. Um, he said to me, it looked like when someone, an adult is playing with a child and then they start to get bored. So now they're just going to win. And that's what, you know, like, all right, I'm going to let you do. I mean, obviously, I don't think Crawford's letting anybody do anything, but it's when he when he changed gears, Porter couldn't. Um, and, and, and it resulted very quickly in a separation. And that was the knockdown and the finish. I um, it I won't wasn't, it wouldn't be the first time we saw that from Bud. There's no, but this, I also think it's this. not the first time and won't be the last time we see it when guys get it this level. Right. So right. this is like. When and again, we're drawing recent comparisons, right? We're going to draw a comparison to Floyd or Andre Ward or one of the, you know, when the separation needs, when, when it, they need to make a separation, right? These, these greats of let's hypothetically say the last 10, 15 years, right, Vin? Yeah. So then the separation gets really big, right? And way bigger and bigger and bigger. And, and even with Canelo now, Canelo, it's also indicative of Canelo fights. Will guys will be like, whoa this guy looks pretty good for the first few rounds, right? He's doing okay. He's doing okay. And then it's like Canelo goes back to the corner and Duray knows. are like, all right, man, let's, let's, this is what we trained for. You know, we said, we're going to turn it on in the ninth. It's the ninth. Let's go. And you watch the game plan just come to fruition. Um, all those guys are great examples. And then you add this mean streak that Bud has. Right. And it's, he, 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 there's this, there's this wink. All right, it's time to go to work from Bomac. But Bud takes that info 
and says, okay, it's right. time to go to work. But in Bud's mind, it's, it's, it's time to smash this dude. It's time to smash this dude. Right. So, you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. other guys were like, yo, it's time to make this guy look much less talented than me. Right. When you talk about Floyd, when you talk about Ward, they, they take it to this place and then you see this disparity in talent. Yeah. And you're like, holy and, shit. And Bud does it. And the guy ends up with his mouthpiece out. Right. His last eight opponents. He knocked out. He stopped. And um, this is someone who is not and is still not thought of as a puncher. You know, right. and I don't it's, I don't know when it's going to shift with them. And I'm not saying because you and I know the difference between being a puncher and a pure puncher or. Right. He was Bud was a boxer puncher. Right. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not a one punch guy. I mean, this is why last episode I drew the I drew the comparison to, you know, Marvin Hagler. And yeah. I said it's a it's a, a southpaw boxer puncher. Bud yeah. is going to be fondly remembered, you know, in retrospect, uh, when, when, his, when we when they do a career retrospect on him. Um, I, again, like you. With Bud, I what I worry about father time. Where does he go here? How hard is it for him to make 47? As far as I am concerned, I don't want to see him fight above 47. I'd love to see him. Look, he's tops in the division. He finished the guy that the other top guy couldn't finish. And his now, who is considered his largest rival, um, who is Errol Spence. Um, Spence, by the way, boogied after that motherfucking knockout. He broke. He broke out. Broke out. And and he couldn't. Um, do you do you know when when you play the shit out of someone when you were younger or you're sparring verbally and it might turn physical and they have nothing back with you. Cause yes. it's just a battle. With, and that <clears throat> face they have of not knowing what to do. Yeah. He kind of laughed. He was kind of mad. He was kind of dis. It was like all of these things that he, it, um, a real pro. And I'm saying this in any sport, not as a boxer, a real pro will never show you, um, anything really. Any emotion, right? And he's usually and pretty good at hiding. He's, emotion I, I agree, but there has been nothing. He hasn't witnessed anything like this. The guy whose name has been attached to him for how many years now? Yeah, three years. Good three years. A good solid three years. He watched that guy stop something and didn't know what to do because he won't fight him. I've been saying for the bulk of the three years that this isn't happening because of Spence. And I will get in response to that. No, it's Bud. And I'm like, then you don't know, Bud. It's 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 not Bud. Um, <clears throat> the only bad thing on Bud's end would be Aram. And now that was Bud's last fight uh, with Aram. Bob Aram has now said, I am no longer going to send Terrence Crawford a contract. I will send Terrence Crawford fights. If he wants to take fights, I will offer him fights. Will not offer him a contract. Right. That is that is the exact deal that Errol Spence is on as well. Errol Spence mm -hmm. did, however, tweet out a mock-up. It's like a Photoshop uh, of him and Bud in the ring together, boxing in two boxing positions. Errol Spence retweeted that. So if that's any indicator, if you guys want to go on social media and think or possibly understand, that, you know, or maybe that is a prelude to something. Let's hope, let's keep our fingers crossed. Um, let's hope that Errol Spence is healthy 
uh, let's hope that they can make this fight. Um, Errol, I don't. I, I I'm sorry. I don't think. Um, look, there's a good. There's something um, easy to lean on when it comes to the pandemic with these guys, and why they haven't fought in. 20 months you know what i mean right which i understand of course but 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 <laughs> all you have to do is look pre-covid and see how active they were right you know um look i have said not that he's old but that bud is getting into that place where he has to have legacy fights Sure. The response was, you're calling Bud old? I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't understand, man. This is a sport where 18 months you can go from your prime to being, uh, he's a little, a little bit past his prime. You know what I mean? It's, this yeah. isn't four or five years. This isn't like 33 to 35 is the biggest leap in boxing, probably of any sport. Yeah, this is when your legs start to go. Thir- he... You know, a 33-year-old fighter, I don't blink when they put up the age. I start noticing when it gets up to 35. That's the number in my head, no matter who you are, including Bernard when he fought Tito. And right. he went to completely prove everyone wrong by right. fighting another 100 years. But I'm just making him as an example because some of my fears with Bernard against Tito was, I ah, 36. Right, and we we can't we can't change that. By the time is undefeated, undefeated. Um, who has proven it wrong? Yeah, okay. There's Archie Moore. There, 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 you know, look, we're it's, not it's get very, very seldom. It's uh, very seldom, man. You know, you and I are even curious to see Golovkin. You know, because it's not it's not like uh, he's fighting a hobo on the 29th. You know what I mean? Right. We're curious to see. We, you know, we're going to get into that fight later in the month. We think he's going to win, but are we going to see certain things? Uh, he's the more difficult, B, because I like, see, there's sometimes where people say, oh, he was getting hit more. Well, hey, we know he, 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 he gets hit. I like what you say. It's when you can see that guys know what to do, but they don't do it. Right. So that, that when, you, when you broke it down that way, I, th- I felt like it was, it was very astute. And it was something it was something that I've had problems articulating it. But it's when you can see everything, you can visualize everything and and a a counter or a lead that you see. But you're gun shy. Right. And especially if if those of you out there, if you guys if you guys actually want to try to. um, Like, see this in real time, just if you guys watch boxing as much as Vin and I do. Typically, you follow a guy's career. So you remember their prime, right? Correct. And you're going to say to yourself, you're you're on the edge of your seat waiting for, like you said, that counter or that lead. And And it it just doesn't come. Right. There'll be a feint there with nothing behind the feint, right? So there'll be the the guy will come in and he'll throw a guy will throw a three punch combo. Usually the guy we're, we're, we're focusing on, the guy, let's hypothetically say we're a fan of. Right. We're like, all right. So this is where he parries and shoots a shot. And like Paulie says, catch and shoot. Right. Yeah. He'll parry with no shoot. So he'll catch with no shoot on the end of it. Right. Right. And and so he's doing one of the elements properly. 
He's not capitalizing how he used to. And it's not because he doesn't want to. It's because he can't. Yep. It's because his brain is telling his body to do it. And the body's not responding the same way. Um, so. Well, look, before we move on, I, w- I just want to. I just uh, want I, I want to touch on one thing. I wanted to say Sean Porter gave a valiant effort in that fight. That's the guy. best I've seen Sean Porter look. Tough guy. So Tough kid. I, I tip my. And that's, a. by the way, I'm talking. That's the best I've seen him look comparing it to even fights. He's won. Okay? Right. He's I fighter. agree. He's I agree. Sean Porter has nothing to be ashamed of that post fight interview that his father gave at the end of that. Was. Was despicable, despicable, disgusting guy. Um, people we know that know him have long told us he's a piece right. of shit. That these guys, um, they're, they're, have, stage, you know, they're stage dads. They're stage, yep. they're, you know, they're psycho dance, soccer they're moms. dance moms. Dance, that, right. that um, you know, that that pageant world with three year old kids. Right. That's what these pageants. guys are. That, that's what these guys are. Man. Macaulay they're, Culkin's dad in boxing. They're it's, they're living vicariously. They're the it's it's a it's a very distorted form of love. You know, right. in their mind, it's love. It's it's a mutation of that. It's it's their insecurities and failures. It's projection. Right. It's terrible parenting. It's terrible thing to do to the, the kid that you love uh, in front of, you know, however many million people. And I know you're going to say it to do that many pay-per-views. Well, look, did a no, few hundred yeah, thousand no, it, pay-per-views hey, and everyone's and watching then, it. And then tweets and retweets and, and then tweets else. and retweets. And then you social media, a couple million people saw that. Um, it, and, it was, and, and, and it was despicable. saw it. The boxing world saw it and he sold, sold his son short at the end of the fight. Kid went in there and kid, you know, grown man. Sean Porter is also 33, 34. He yeah. went in there and he tried to win. Yeah. He tr- what more do you want? He made the fucking wait. He tried to win. And yeah, does he have other things going on? Sure. He's popular. He's making money. Listen, Kenny Porter, because I know you're listening. You motherfucker. <laughs> You ain't shit without Sean Porter. There is no fucking Kenny Porter without your son. There might be Kenny Porter, but he ain't Kenny Porter, the fucking trainer, because you didn't get yours. Your son got you to where you are, not the other way around. That house Correct. you're talking about living in across, yeah, across the, street the street from, street. Your, from your son. Guess who's fucking sweat bought that fucking house. Your son. I get it, man. You coached him. You drove him to his boxing events. You took him here. You took him there. You raised him. Congratulations for that. But your kid is the one in there taking the punches. Your kid is is the one that maybe in 5, 10, 15, 20 years might not have his faculties anymore. Okay? Your fucking kid. Your kid's the one with the podcast. Your kid's the one with the gym. Your kid's the one with the broadcast career. That's still going to support you. So you get in there, you say some shit like that. Keep that fucking shit in house. You want to say it to him in the locker room? Fine. You're his coach. Have at it. Have at it. In the fucking post-fight interview, after he just just fought. He didn't prepare correctly, I think was the quote. He made the fucking. Yeah, right. So you you did two things. One, you took away from the win from from Crawford. Absolutely. Absolutely. Number two, you called your son an unprofessional. Yep. In front of the whole fucking world. Yeah. And number three, you're his dad. Hug him. Tell him you love him. Yeah. Tell him what he did was valiant. 
He gave a valiant effort in the hardest sport in the world, hardest professional sport in the world, in my opinion. Well, whatever. You guys can have your separate opinions about it. But to me, it's if not the hardest, it's whatever. Top fucking three. Well, they've done they've done it from a scientific standpoint. And it's the hardest sport in the world. Fine. There is science that, that I, I'm just I'm just covering. That. I'm covering my bases. Yeah, I understand. Right. I understand. So hug him. Tell him you love him. Tell him it's a, been a great ride, kid. We did it together. The fucking interview that Kenny fucking Porter gave. I, I and I'm sure he will get some airtime going forward. I hope no one gives him airtime. He's that. a low life piece of garbage human being. That is uh, true colors. People show their true colors in defeat. Yeah. Yep. And you know what? His son has a million times the integrity and character that 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 man has. So I just want to yep. get that off my chest because it bothered me that night. It uh, bothered me, too. I was it, really happy for Bud, but that that sort of fucked it up, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, for a variety of reasons, like you said, about, uh, you know, you hug, you hug your kid, you, you give him a kiss and you tell him you love him first and foremost. But then it's also passive aggressive uh, that we would have won if, you know, uh, yeah, shut, this, up. This, shut the fuck up. You, shut look, up. he's better. Yeah, but, you know, apparently Sean Porter's retired. We both know what that means in this sport. It's like a pro wrestler that retires. Right. Um, he may, you, know, you know what? Oh, he might. He's got a lot going on. Uh, he does. Uh, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying I'm not calling. There's other people yeah. that do it. And I say they're definitely coming back. I'm not saying he's definitely coming back. I'm just saying he's young enough to do it and get horny sure. to do it. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah. I don't think I've said before, like, I think uh, uh, a monster, a monster payday with Canelo for Andre Ward would bring him out. I think there are guys that for yeah. different reasons, Sean Porter has fought tough fights, tough guys. You yeah. know, uh, has lost some, has won some, um, you know, so he can say, like, as far as 47, I fought a bunch of guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm a, I'm very he's very short. So 54, even though he fought at 65 in the amateurs or whatever, he's short. His style's all wrong for going up, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I- look, I, ju- I just want to before we move on, I wanted to ask you. Sure. If they don't make this Bud Spence fight, what what does Bud do? Does um, he fight a guy like Ugas? Or why not? Yeah, I think he would. I mean, he's gonna have to just take fights. <coughs> Excuse me. I heard the rumor around Rumorville is that Josh Taylor's gonna move up. Um, and he's already said Josh Taylor has said he wants if he moves up, he wants Bud. Um, that would be awesome, incredible. Uh, I think Josh Taylor, I think, uh, I think Errol Spence is a big welter. I think he can and will go to 54 if he is in good health, which when all of this happened, however many shows ago, I said, I think he's not, I think he will never be the same. That's just how I feel. You know, that's not there. I don't know anyone in that camp. You know, I don't have like, I, I had a Texas plug back in, back when Rocky Waters you know, out of right. Houston. I I haven't talked to Rock in forever. I don't know what's going on in there. That's just my feeling that he's right. not the same guy he was when we were calling for that, you know, before years, before we had a podcast. Right. You know, um, yeah. I, I, my personal opinion is Josh, Josh at 47 versus Bud is a better fight than Spence and 
okay. Crawford at 47. I mean, from um, from a fan's perspective, right. I want I want and need Bud Spence because I think it's a legacy fight for for Bud. For both guys, for both guys, really. For, yes, yeah. but I, but I I think Bud will win. You know what I'm saying? But yes, yeah. for both guys. I have I have hoops on just in the background. This Carl Ravage has such a bad tube. He's got to make a couple hundred grand a year. You can't get a bad lid. You can't get a good lid. <coughs> or an it implant. Looks like a, it looks like a squirrel on his head. A dead squirrel. A dead squirrel died. A dead squirrel died. That's what I just said. Yeah. So let's say. All right. <laughs> look, Josh Taylor. I like that. Um, I, look, I understand the Ugas fight. We both like Ugas. But I think Bud, man, is is him and 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 history says like ah that's not really a legacy fight, man. At 33, 34, it's like, what do you have to at the at the t- amount of times he fights? How what does he have? Two more years left at being yeah. at his peak? So okay, that's probably four fights. Do you want one of them to be with Ugas or do you go? I want Josh Taylor and Spence in a row, however it goes. I, I, you know what, man? I agree with you, and I would take Ugas as a consolation prize. Sure. So anything top level and unifier, I'm happy with. You know what I'm talking about, B? And it's and it's it shouldn't I shouldn't be talking about it for this show, or for us as people well, analyze things. Uh-huh. I'm more thinking of like big fights and paydays. Because Ugas is great. He's not good. I I told you before, I think he's undefeated. You know, I think yes. his, all his losses are wins to me. Right. But but what I'm saying is, is that a name? Is that, you know, the average the average guy doesn't know who Ugas is and how talented he is and his skill set, you know, even with the Manny fight. You know, I think now he's uh, who's that guy Manny lost to. That's the best, I think. He's thought of to normal people, not to us. Right. The yeah. average fight fans. I think he's the oh, whole who's that guy? Who's that black guy? He's not black. Right. You know? So uh all right, let's move on. You know, look, what do we uh, can, can we can we can we just I just want to reiterate Vinny predictions. All right. That's you're gonna put out what your 75th album this year? I think maybe I, I think maybe you could call it Vinny Predictions. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, look, just uh, I mean, I, I, I can't be any predictions because we didn't do a show last week. Uh, no, we didn't. Uh, guys, we I, I, I want I wanted to do this at the top of the show, but I apologize for last week, guys. I know you guys were hitting me up. I had some DMs um, with the holidays and everything going on. We and it I was, was more, it was more and my I, fault than and me. I, and I was wild sick last week too. I'm still sick. I got this cough. I've gotten like three COVID tests. I I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, I'm on a whole shitload of meds now. I took all the expired shit in my house. None of it. Worked. Yeah, yeah. I do <laughs> That's that what everyone too. does, right? You just take all the expired medication yes. you have. Yeah. Um, none of it worked, and I finally broke down. I went to the doctor twice. Um, yet last night they gave me prednisone. Not to go off topic here, but I'm I'm like legit sick. Yeah, they gave me prednisone, uh, a Z-Pack, and some some high-end cough medicine. I don't know. The the Z-Pack, the Z-Pack knocks everything out. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, This is getting annoying. So, uh, hey, well, hey, I was gonna get into with any predictions. We didn't make we didn't make any. Oh, 
This we fucking Vinny, he knows we everything here. before it happens. He's unbelievable. This fucking Vinny prediction. We didn't. <laughs> Vinny prediction. I, look, we didn't make on-air predictions, but I thought Lopez was going to stop Tambosis late. So did I. So l- let's talk about this. Um, I was asked, on, I was asked the, on, the, on the Twitter, and I said, I said. On uh, the Twitter machine. I said, I said, Cambosis doesn't make it through three. Uh-huh. I oh, thought, I, boy. Oh, boy. You know, you got also the Schmohawks. Who, 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 what do you think is going to happen? With blah, 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 blah. I said, Cambosis is going to get knocked out. Of course, afterwards, this didn't age well. I'm like, yo, I just picked a round. It right. which 147-pound uh, 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 championship fight at a high level, what round it was going to stop. You're busting right. my balls for thinking a 12-to-1 a, a dog was going to lose. You know, right. stop it. Stop being silly, you know. But anyway, I was, I was wrong. I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't see Cambosis against Mickey Bay and Lee Selby and say, B. You know, no, me neither. Do the eye test with, 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 especially with our guy Boots before, because right. slowly people are getting on the bandwagon. But we've been on it for a couple of years. Sure. You know, I told you yeah. I saw him in 2016 in person. Yeah. We live in the same city, fighting in a small in the ECW arena. You know, I knew yeah. he was special. We talked about him being special throughout our friendship, outside sure. of this podcast and outside of uh, social media. We talked about right, him right. Being when we special. talked on the phone. Yeah. There's, there's not. I didn't see that in Cambosis where I wanted to say to you, I mean, Selby and and Mickey Bay, the Selby fight, he eked by him. And Um, Mickey Bay is like 100 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Who got who got stopped by John John Molina in like the 78th round. Right. Uh, Right, So these aren't world beaters that he beat. Um, no good. Good world. World class guys. World class fighters. Lee Selby has no pop. Um, like I said, Mickey Bay was 176 years old. Um, so, I, yeah, I had I did not have high hopes for Cambosis. I don't. He was a fucking mandatory. They didn't want the fight. Um, did you hear the stats on this? Eight. Was it eight different? Eight times it was rescheduled. Yes. Three different yes. cities. Yes. Unbelievable. Unfucking yes. believable. And this kid, Cambosis, I'm a fan of his now. Uh, he shook up the world. Or as I, I joked on Twitter, I said he shook up the Australian continent because mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think that many people in the world <coughs> gave a shit about this fight. I'm a big fan of the the situation. I'm a big fan of him in a situational way. All these uh, cancellations, COVID reschedules, right. uh, changing of continents, yeah. uh, which is look, man, I'm telling you guys as someone who tours. No, I'm not fighting at elite level. I'm not doing that. And I'm telling you how it destroys your mind and body traveling to other continents, let alone having to do it and fight a top 10 pound for pound unified champion. Right. Uh, the guy's grandfather, who he was close to, died. See, some people lean on things. Oh, my great aunt died. The guy met him once when he was four or something. You know right, what I mean? right, right. Yeah. This guy's grandfather, who he was very close to, passed away to our camp. A newborn, eight times switching up, different continents, different venues, COVID, different da 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 on and on and on and on. I'm a huge fan of the fact that he still made weight, still came in shape. Still kept throwing punches. To say I'm a fan of his now, my early prediction is that he's almost like a Carlos Baldemir, where he won the big one, 
right. he, he beat Zab. He was unified. And then I, I think what, if you're Cambosis, he called out Devin Haney. I love that. I love yep. him fighting the winner of Haney and Jojo Diaz, which yep. we're going to get into, but that's yep. not, we're not there yet. I love that because I think he's a tough out for either guy, even though it's assumed Haney's going to win this Saturday. You and I are going to get into that. But listen, I think that's a great person to call out because I think Lomachenko makes him look fucking silly. Yes. Um, There are guys... See, when you and I talk about other divisions, we just got done talking about Bud, there's not this like murderous row of guys where you say the the world is his oyster right now. It's like huge fights. It's like Spence and Josh Taylor moving up. That's like what's huge. I'm not saying there's not good guys, but you got guys if you are Cambosis from yo Cambosis uh, Tank because you and I have seen Tank go to places like Baltimore and Atlanta and there's 16,000 people there even though he hasn't beat anyone not one world beater not one top guy no his his best win is Pedraza yeah and, I, well I, I, guess, I guess Leo Santa Cruz but Leo Santa Cruz is fighting up and know, two weight divisions two bigger weight than divisions. his prime right. or or maybe an old uh, maybe an old uh, uh, I'm just trying to nitpick a Yori, or maybe an old Yori Orcus Gamboa. We're who's still, a, so yeah, who's who's old and chinny, uh, and and again, fighting up Cuban too high. Yes, Cuban amateur standout. So we know he's not the age that he says he is too. And we're calling we're calling him old at what 30, 37? He's probably right. 40, 42. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. So um, listen, Camposas. Yeah, talk about the fight, baby. He's the world is his oyster. Or the the lightweight division is his oyster agree, right now. Agree. I will say this: this poor guy can't even enjoy his win. Uh, Shakur Stevenson, a bunch of fighters in and around that way, were like, "I'll fight him." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey yeah. George, let's make it happen. I'll go to Australia. I I uh, I, I think they I see like, what I see, but yeah, they look, do. Of course they, they do. Look. Okay, so. Teo Fabo Lopez, what the mm-hmm. fuck were you doing, bro? Mm-hmm. What the fuck mm-hmm. were you doing? But Lopez. I mean, look, let's leap, let's leap ahead real quick and then go back. I mean, you're talking about you throw out the word disgrace, disgraciad with Kenny Porter, this Teofimo Lopez senior. I Yo, mean, first, uh, first of all, the kid saying he won 10 the kid saying he won is shows how delusional he's gotten and has always been that I mean. You talk about. I think timing. he's legit mentally ill. By the way, yeah, I do too. No, I do yeah. too. I think we're gonna see, uh, without help, we're gonna see some bad Broner esque things. By the way, uh, um, and I'm gonna. This is uh, old Brendo predictions over here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We don't see Tiafimo Lopez as a top fighter ever again. That was I it. think he goes to 140 and gets starched I unless do. they put him in real soft for a few. But he's, he start. You put him in with Pro Gray. Or somebody like that. It's, it's a bad, I, 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 it's I, bad. I think. I think the rest of. Well, let me. If he stays with this fucking dope, of a who's a total fucking lunatic, yeah. deluded. Can I tell sociopath. you that in the in the midst of the toughest fight of his career, that at the time was it was a little bit give and take. His instructions were. What the fuck are you doing? Go get this motherfucker. 
That was his right. instructions so, as working the corner, not a bunch of instructions. And then he puts the mouthpiece in and says, go get this right. motherfucker. After saying, look, go to this kid's no, body. He, you're yo, stronger. He, 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 he gave him all the icing on the cake with no cake. No, you know cake. what I'm saying? There was yes. no cake. There was there was the, the, the ends of the sandwich with no meat. Yeah. So, yo, this fucking bump. Lopez goes to the corner and I again I'm I'm gonna paraphrase here. He says to him, You go inside and you hit him. And then you, when you get outside, you hit him. Yes. And then keep hitting him. Yes. What the what the what no it's fucking boxing, you dipshit. But yo, the, connecting Kenny Porter, B when shit gets no. he's never had to give real instructions and real plan B's. And real, hey, look, this someone, is what I see. Someone write into me, please. Someone write us at KEOTBboxing at gmail.com and tell me if you have any inside info on what Teofemo Lopez's background in boxing is. If there is, in fact, a boxer, the father, the father, the father, senior, if there is, in fact, a, a, a background, because it didn't appear that there's a background. He talks a whole bunch of wild, greasy shit like, my son could beat Canelo if he was the same size. Yes. Which is like weird. That's like, yes. that's like, like if you're 14, you make predictions like, yes, that. Kenny yes. Porter at least has an amateur background as a coach. And like I said, I, I believe I said it last episode. Um, he coached a bunch of the guys, a, a bunch of Sean Porter's contemporaries and peers yes yes so kenny porter is is, is a legit it's, it's part of why when i always say where does this admiration come from you seem to think that some of it comes from that from them knowing each other as kids yeah and i do you know there's sort of this and, and like I, underst him. I understand where that comes from because there's rappers i think stink that i like Right. You know what I mean? Well, the other thing, too, Vin, like when these guys do international tournaments or they they host, you know, and it, they're, don't forget, they're all living together. No, it's a brotherhood. You know, yeah, it's saying, a brotherhood, bro, right. The, people have to understand the same thing happens when you tour with people. I'm true. not saying I'm yeah. not. I'm not. It's yeah. like you're living with these people. You, you become yeah, yeah, they're, you they're can teammates. learn more on the road with person than people, you know, 20 years. Bro. Right. And I'm right. saying that I'm saying that factually as I've done it. So right. these dudes that talk about each other from amateur team, you see Eric Kelly still in touch with dudes from, team, you know, the 2000 team or whatever year it right. was that he can't, you know, whatever, whatever team he's talking to. All yeah. those guys are still close. But look at this be real quick. This is a guy that's getting caught with right hands right over and over. This guy isn't even saying move to your right. Keep no. circling to your right. Nothing. Circle to your right. Just knock him out. Knock him the fuck out. You know, uh, 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 mother, get this motherfucker. Blah, 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 blah. Yo, he's not even saying. He sits down. Look, kid, calm down. Right. Keep moving to your right. Keep moving to your right. It's going to help you get out of the way and off the line. You're right on the uh, line. You're getting clipped over and over and over I got to say, Cambosis, maybe, maybe he's Georgie Predictions. He said, I'm going to knock him down in the first round. And they asked him after the fight, and he said, yeah, I said, I'm going to throw the hardest right hand I've ever thrown, and I'm going to do it. And he said it. He said it the whole fight camp, what he was going to do. He said, I'm going to, and it's going to take him out of his game plan. He thinks he's just going to knock me out the first round. That's not going to happen. So don't, um, and don't, don't let, um, 
Don't let them get away with all these post-fight excuses. After the torn, ripped-up, mangled shoulder of Lomachenko, the Monday following the fight, there's footage of him yeah. with the doctor about to saw his uh, shoulder in half. And, and they're saying, that's an excuse, that's an excuse. And these guys came up with excuses that y- your daughter would make up for flushing one of her Barbies in the toilet. Oh, dude, it's, it's bizarre. So today he tweeted out, I'm still in the ICU, something COVID with a picture of like, you know, the uh, lung emoji, like the uh-huh. lungs. Uh-huh. And then quickly deleted it. But people screen catch, uh, screen, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll call yeah, it. Yeah, screenshot, 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 screenshot it. And then immediately like, what? the fuck right right and there's an excellent article on boxing scene right now about basically about teofimo lopez's mental health and how like the lead up you know don't forget guys so just like we Vinny and i talked about the the fighters uh this is a unique situation the fighters being becoming close with one another journalists and fighters also become close okay um especially for a fight like this we said eight date changes, three cities. So this was like eight camps that they yep. followed them around on. Yep. You know, um, so you get to really know who you're covering. Absolutely, man. Especially when you you find yourself like you ingratiate yourselves to them and you click. Right. You know, right. there's also contentious relationships. Certain people hate uh setback you know what i mean yeah, and yeah. and then there's people that he sweats that he lets them in on anything and he becomes sort of this voice for that you know right um both can happen but I, look man so because- hey, hey vin the article that i i was talking about i'm sorry to interrupt you no no it's, no no it's I by, it's, it's by Corey erdman and it's on boxing uh-huh. scene right now guys Corey erdman and the title is teofemo lopez prophecy crashes George Cambosis catapults his stock. Uh, it came out on Monday. It's a great read. Um, and basically, you guys, the Lopez is like consider themselves these like clairvoyants. They're guys, they're like not on the level. No, and they're I, off. I, they're touched. And, and I'm not saying that be like kidding around. No, bro, listen, I'm I've been vocal about my struggle with these things. So we talk about this sometimes with fighters, right? And it seems like it's hyperbole. I'm talking from experience, you know? Right. I can tell when someone's unhinged, bro. Like, did you I see can tell when this before the bell rang? He looked yes. like he was going to cry. Yes. You know, his chin- It was very, very, uh, very Oliver McCall-esque. Yeah. Um, there's, there's lots of uh, similarities behaviorally with Broner. Yeah. Um, you no know, accountability. They you're right. They haven't yeah. manifested in a way uh, that Br- that Broner has that we know of yet. We don't know what's going on. Like the thing with Broner, that w- when we call him an idiot every time we send each other an article of him getting locked right. up or being broke or blah blah blah. Look, man, for a while, your people. I'm doing air quotes now. You know, but right. but nobody can see it. Your people can cover shit up for a while. Right. You know, and he's still at that stage. Okay, what has he been involved with that you could consider um, controversial so far? Two fights, and one is days old. So you had a, a, 
a one-armed Lomachenko, you know, in which he won. So while it was controversial what happened, and I only say that because, because of two things. It's factual that Lomachenko was hurt. But, like, okay, whatever. People fight hurt. You know, that happens. Yeah. Lomachenko decided, I'm going to retire if you don't let me fight. That's his decision. So he has to deal with that. You know what I mean? Right. And, and what came from it. And then the fact that his fucking head was getting flown. Once Lomachenko did one of two things, I won't ever know unless I'm able to talk to him in person. And is it the adrenaline that kicked in? You know, because we both have dealt with that, B. You know, when something, if you're rumbling on the street or something, your hand's broken, you don't feel it till you wake up in the morning. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, yeah. So did he get the adrenaline kicked in and he just started letting his hands go, which he didn't do for the first five or six? Or did the shot kick in? It's one of the two. There's no debate. There's no. So which was it? And when he moved his hands, his fucking head looked like a bobblehead. Right. right, uh, right. This 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 Lopez. So there, why wasn't there a rematch? Because he saw what would happen when he's fighting an elite guy with two arms. You know, he right. only saw it for five or six rounds. I had that fight a draw. That's me. I think you gave it to Lopez. I gave it out. to Lopez. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and look, I'm not going to argue with you. You know, I, I, I just think I, I think uh, Lopez won uh, five of the first six and Lomachenko won five of the second six. OK. You That's know what fair. I mean? Yeah. I had, I had it five to one then five to one. And if it wasn't for Lopez, how about this? You're going to think I'm really bugged out. If Lopez didn't dig deep and win that 12th, I would have given the fight to Lomachenko. You well, probably I think th I'm insane. No, I I, th I think you and a host of other people I spoke to said the same thing. And so I avoided I the rematch like the plague, which shows early signs of what we're talking about here. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it, when one L came on his record, right, in a fight that to me was not close. Look at the reaction of both of them, B. Like you said with Kenny Porter, here's the difference, B. They're creating a culture of delusion. Oh, yeah. Sean's, Sean's response was classy. Sean's response was, this guy's the best I ever fought. Sean's response was, I couldn't X, Y, Z. He, he landed some good shots. I could have kept fighting, which I believe. I believe I, he could have kept fighting. And then he would have got destroyed. But, but he's being honest. And I believe that he believed that. Sure. I believe he absolutely would have kept going. He would have walked into more deadly shots. And like you said, in 5, 10, 15, 20 years, if he developed some sort of, uh, you know, CTE or whatever, it would have been worse if he would have done what I, he wanted to do. I, but I, he, I don't I don't think I don't think Sean Porter, not to not to divulge back to this, not to get back into this. Sean Porter is unable to give a post fight interview had Kenny not stopped it. That's my opinion. Meaning, I agree with that. I, I mean, right. no, he leaves on a stretcher right. or he Me leaves. If it's not on a stretcher, maybe exaggerating. They go and right. take him right to the ambulance. Right. Right. I it's, agree it, with it, that. It's not good. So. Uh, so back, back what, what I meant what, uh, real quick, real quick. What I meant was you're creating a culture of delusion, whereas you see Sean is like, yo, I, I got 10 toes down, man. I'm not off. Right. I'm not touched. I'm not a dick. You know, I, I'm going to I'm going to talk honest. You don't have this on this team. You don't even have a second, B. There's there's no one in here like, uh, yo, guys, we, we might want to talk about because what we've seen with father sons is sometimes the guy will never go away, B. I have that feeling here. Unless Teofimo Jr. 
makes the like they cut him off. I, yo, I said it. I don't know if you saw my tweets that night. I said you got to shit can the father. Like, he, I also tweeted out what this guy doesn't realize is like they're calling for Josh Taylor at forty. Yes, and I'm like, dude, no. Why? What are you talking about? You just derailed your kid's career by two years, at least. He's got to have. What was the response? Be this doesn't matter. This isn't even a loss. We're going to move up to 140. We're still the best. Uh, something similar to that, right? right I mean, yeah, we're doing like, this paraphrase. Fucking crazy. Um, I like, should have gotten all these clips so we could just play it, them for you guys, it's, but it's, I didn't. It's, this is like narcissistic personality disorder. Like it that's, is. It's NPD. Like, this is bizarro world shit. Yes. That you're yes. witnessing. Yes. And it's 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 and on top of it, it's extremely disingenuous. Um, because they, boxers are historically verbose, B, I think some people might be listening to us and not believe us or not understand it because they no, see it, people that are verbose. Right. They see people acting like it's uh, this is crazy wrestling. This kid, Blair Cobb, uh, yeah, uh, you know, or, 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 or Tyson Fury or they're, they're selling show, a gimmick. This is not what's going on here, guys. This is this is these these are unhinged. This is an unhinged family. There's lots of internal strife, uh, familial strife. There's I'm talking to my dad. I'm not talking to my dad. Uh, I got a baby. I'm broken up with the girl. Now we're split. There's lots of shit. Yo, that guys, and I hear you, about that. You read, guys don't hear read, about read the article. You know what? I'm going to I'll tweet it out, guys. Um, read this article on boxing scene. Give your and, Twitter handle so you, they can fi- find yeah, it. When you- at the killer B 24. We'll, you know, and uh, guys, I'm going to put this out for you guys to read um, and I'll just write like as discussed on knock him out the box podcast. Look, I don't even know if we want to break down the fight. The kid just came. The kid came forward. He kept moving his hands. Um, <sighs> I don't know look. how you get backed up by someone. <coughs> look, look, all logic and all lo- everything dictates logic dictates what we said. Teofimo stronger, bigger um, and good. Uh, yeah. Now, now me, I kept riding with, because I'm a fucking huge fan, I kept riding with, you beat a one-armed Lomachenko, and people who aren't a fan or know that I am a Lomachenko fan, you're making excuses, he got beat by the better man, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I believe, I believed then, before this loss, that a hundred of a Lomachenko at 100%, beats him easily i still believe that it doesn't now that doesn't mean that it wasn't lomachenko's choice to get in there you have to deal with that man and it reflects upon your record and it reflects upon perception of you public perception you know what i mean right i don't go dog why why is he doing this this is a mistake this guy's got to be 100 because we both knew how much bigger and stronger Lopez was against Lomachenko. He's tiny at 35. So I'm going, yo, you can't go in here with any more disadvantages than you already have naturally. Right. Look, like you said, there, Lopez fought Lomachenko, biggest win of his career. He was 23 years old, you know, 16 fights. He fought the king in the division. And he won, right? They completely squandered and ruined anything and everything that that win brought them. Boxing is a what have you done for me lately sport. And 
He hasn't get in the ring for a year. I was just going to say, B, you can't have that win. And then, right? right. And then fight 13 months later. No. Against a mandatory and get beat up. And, and get, think that. And by the way, not just beat, like you said, beat up. Beat up. Knocked down in the first round. So now, just to dive into the fight real quick, he knocks him down the first round. It's like a flash knockdown. Yes, absolutely. Lopez Let's... gets up. He's not hurt. Lopez was otherwise winning the round. I still, I don't agree with the scorecards. I believe they gave it like a 10-9 round. He wasn't winning that. No, it's a 10-8, round. man. It's a 10-8 round. It's a 10-8. Round. And it's a 10, so I, I didn't agree with that. Um, I forgot what round it was. I think it was the ninth. Lopez. That Lopez not. Right. Yeah. He was oh. hurt, by the way. Dude, Cambosis was out on his fucking feet. If, they, if, if they stopped that fight at that point, I wouldn't have been mad. But the reason why they didn't stop the fight was because Lopez didn't do shit. Nothing. He knocked him down, and it was a nice sequence. He punched him like it was an equilibrium shot. Lopez was, was pushing the action. And, and again, like you and I talked about with Bud in our previous analysis, it's like, all right, now he's going to turn it on. That's what I was saying. Bro, if you rewatch that ninth, mm-hmm. he couldn't pick his arms up. He, he was so sapped of energy. And I think much of it has to do with the incredible amount of emotions that this kid is going through mm-hmm. in every round and in between rounds. His dumbass father doesn't give him a break, a real break. Um, there was a cut. His face is beat up. Well, he also doesn't tell him what he should be doing, what he should be doing which is right. the most important. You're very thing. good. Uh, and, and then it was then if you listen to the instructions in between, it was fascinating. Take your time. Take, get the fuck in there. I mean, yeah, the next yeah. sentence. As soon as he sits down, he says, calm down. Take your time. Next sentence. What the fuck are you doing? Get this kid. Right. It, I can't imagine with this kid who's already. He already has the intellect of a squirrel, this Lopez Jr., the fighter. So I can't imagine getting confused by your corner. Why? Why after you're getting beat up? So you sit down and go, this is where this guy, right? This right. guy who, ha- who happens to be my father. But this is where this guy tells me, this is what I see. Move to your right to avoid the right. Shoot the uppercut. So uh, look, this guy keeps again, coming I, forward, I, coming I, forward, coming I said forward. On, I said on Twitter, this is the worst trainer at this level that I've ever witnessed. At this level, guys. I mean, I've seen shitty trainers or listen to shitty trainers at this level. This is the this is a a top 10 pound for pound fighter, Lopez. Mm-hmm. This is the number one guy at 35, Lopez, ring mag number one, right? Not just whatever sanctioning body. This is like the, the recognized top fighter in the division. And the instruction he's getting in the corner, it's not even amateurish instruction. This is instruction like your boys on a playground at yes. a fight are giving you. Yes. Like, yes. yo, man, you got to punch him, yo. Yeah. Like that, like that, that's like the gist of what he was telling him. Yep. There was, you talked about nuance before. There was no, none of that. There was no, no. there wasn't even boxing jargon. No. B- boxing nomenclature. B, boxing let's lingo. Just, 
Please. Nothing. He's getting clipped with a right, and he doesn't even say, move to your fucking right. Stop walking into that. Right. Stop walking. Hey, watch out for the right. Get your hands up. Get your hands up. Didn't hear that once. I didn't hear get your hands up once. Put your left hand up. Put your, your left, left hand, hand up. up. Why are you standing there getting hit with the right? He's landing the right every time, and he's scoring. The judges are seeing that. Your move face it. is getting busted up. <laughs> hey, right. look, Gambosa's face is busted up. They mixed it up. You know what yeah, I mean? The, yeah. Was, uh, yeah. They, they, that was a nice fight, you know, look, because, Lopez, of, the, because Lopez, of the drama, be, we, t- we tend to just lean towards this father, the delusion, the him thinking 10-2, you know, we, they were throwing hands, you know. Oh, yeah. for, uh, um, this, this, there were some shots being th- traded there. Absolutely. This, uh, Lopez has heart. You know, he, he tried. Um, Cambosis, uh, he fought. Uh, the, he fought the fight. Lopez fought the fight. Cambosis needed him to fight to win. Bottom line, I was screaming in the ninth round, um, and I was told to shut up in my house. I was mm. screaming so loud that I'm screaming for Lopez. And I, it, it had, I had no dog in this fight. Um, had Cambosis had Lopez on Queer Street, I would have uh, I would have been screaming the same thing. Because, by yep. the way, I, I clapped and yelled when Cambosis knocked Lopez down. I'm screaming, doing my little armchair trainer. Go to the body. Mm-hmm. So, this Cambosis was hard to hit up top all night. You are a good body puncher in Teofimo Lopez. One thing he did well against Lomachenko, because we keep referencing that fight, was he went to the body. He threw straight right hands and jabs to Loma's body. And Loma hurt or not, it confused Loma the first few rounds. He's like, wait a second. This is a guy that is a front runner, you know, that comes out looking to land just devastating punches. And now yeah. he's, he's peppering me to the body. I wasn't, this isn't what, what the fuck's going on here? Um, and then, of course, you know, Loma got <coughs> his timing down a bit and the tides changed. And, and Lopez, we saw his heart in that fight. He fought valiantly in the 12th round. Vin, he wasn't, like, he's so psyched out. He was so psyched out, this Lopez. He has this guy, Cambosis, like, ready to go. I mean, all he had to do was land one more shot. One shot. And like you said, the shot would have knocked him out or the shot would have, the ref would have stopped it. The ref would have stopped it. Because his hands were down and he was on Queer Street. It was Harvey Doc, though. Yes. Yes. Harvey Daka let you like if you're on. I said this before. If you're on fire in the ring, Harvey Doc will throw you a can of gasoline. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like he ain't stopping fights, man. But um, if you if, if when you when you are when you're a rock like that and can't defend yourself and you get touched by something clean. Yeah, you're out. Then you're going to then there's going to be a couple more shots. You're going to it's going to look like Tommy. uh uh, Tommy Gunn, uh, Ray Mercer. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Where, yeah, oh, where yeah, you, yeah. Just you're completely just out on his feet, just eating shots. Right. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. God, shit. Well, I mean, look. Cambosis was sidewinding across the ring. Mm-hmm. And, and Lopez was following and not throwing anything. But if you, I watched that round again. He's so fucking tired. He is so tired. He can't, he physically can't throw anymore hard punches and mm-hmm. if you watch he fouls him he just kind of throws like these like he just can't get his arms up so i don't know i know that that this lopez has said in the past that he has asthma the father referenced it in the corner the asthma how's your asthma feel he did he did have covid 
I, I don't know the amount of camps, the time. Then he seems psyched out. He's they're doing predictions of the of the actual punch that they're gonna land. Well, I know, man. I know before I know. the fight. I know, if, man. If you're telling me, I'm, I'm so if, if you and I are gonna we plan to fight. Yeah. And I tell you, I'm gonna come and I'm gonna throw my left. It's always my joke with Jeff Left Hook Lacey. The worst thing about that guy was his best punch was his nickname. So everyone yep. knew what to look for. Yep. You know what I mean? So yeah, like. But the thing is, man, it's like. You're also talking about those dudes are saying things and meaning them, man. There's histrionics. There's being verbose. There's Tyson Fury. I'm going to do this in this round. Whether he does it or not is of no consequence. It's showmanship. Right. These guys, it's different. And that's what I want to get across to those who listen to us. There's difference between this wrestling, selling a fight shit and these and these bozos. Right. They and believe all of these things. I just, with the the asthma, the COVID, do you put any stock in the, he's been killing himself to make 35? Because he doesn't look particularly, I've seen people, I think Triple G, who has never said anything about killing himself, looks more drained at weigh-ins than Teofimo Lopez does. Yeah, just I an mean, opinion, just hey, an opinion. You know, this whole stuff we've been talking about killing himself to make the weight the fu- i don't think the father knows what the fuck he's doing no neither so do i if he's the head trainer maybe they are killing themselves to make the weight and if he had yeah, someone and, who knew what the fuck he was doing he wouldn't be killing himself to make the weight. he can make the weight a little bit more comfortably yeah but, is there is there a nutritionist who knows what they're doing that's that's helping you know them? i i love that too after the fight they've been draining me for two years and i responded to like jake donovan tweeted Uh, out the quote um and i wrote who's they right father right who and this article in boxing scene that was written on monday says that they said he they referenced these days him and the father and they're like no i look i heard it man with my own ears well i'm saying i i'm talking about throughout camp you know what i mean and in all the no i know is is it what is is some veiled is it this veiled uh, is it, is it a veiled shot at Aram? You know, right. uh, were they, uh, you know, wh- the industry, wh- right? Like, is it like uh, the, the media? What it's what is the implication there, especially in a game where, um, you know, there was less moving around when we were younger, certainly, sure. certainly in, 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 you know, the old timers, but it is nothing to move up. Nobody right. blinks. Nobody says anything crazy to you if you move up. Right. So who is this they? Who are they putting the blame on? They can't keep their story straight. It was the I, I, I it was the I couldn't make weight. Then it was I won 10 to 2. So which one is it? Right. So you you you're if, if why would you mention looking like shit and being drained if you think you won 10 rounds to two? I wouldn't even say anything. Right, right, right. If I clearly, if I clearly won a fight in the post-fight interview, I'm just like, yo, I clearly won that fight. Get out of here. What are you talking about? You all saw it. I wouldn't go, I'm drained. They've been making me do this for two years. No, your face is a bloody mess. You got beat the fuck up by a dude that was a 12 to 1 dog. A 12 to 1 dog. And by a dude that I think that's the best report. Like, you know, we, we you talk about 
uh, once in a lifetime once in a lifetime performance that's just my opinion man you know this guy doesn't have Cambosis has nothing to prove to you and me no. as a man as a fighter to me he's, he's much better than i thought he was i um, don't know i don't know that yet because okay. i because i watched him versus lee selby and mickey bay and i was like eh, you know yeah. i wasn't like this guy fucking stinks but i was definitely like eh. so because oh, this- oh, i was like this guy fucking stinks and he's he's better than fucking stinks so, yes, fair enough. But what you, I'm saying, you, you is, have a, you have a, you you are you have a better scouting report than I than I do. Well, listen, man, I just <laughs> see I see I see this fight against uh, Lopez like the same way I saw Baldemir against Zab. Right. I think right place, right time, everything. I think the kid's a warrior. I think he's a goon. I think he's tough as nails. Surviving that knockdown and that round is uh worthy in and of itself of my respect you know but i there's just these wins man his i can go back and historically name some where i go yo the guy got it done he got in there he was in shape um you gotta give it to him no excuses etc 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 from them but for me i'm like all right like let me see him do this again because i i and then when i i i tweeted I like that he called out Haney because if Haney gets by Jojo Diaz and he wins that, that will be an optic of a good win, but it won't be to me because I don't think much of Haney. Right. There's smart ways to go about things. And if he takes that smart path with the help of Eddie Hearn, then he can look like we were fools for you know, and Vin, like, Vin, unless Vinny. you waited out two years, Vinny, say that last thing again. The Wi-Fi went out. You, I, I, you avoid Lomachenko like the plague, and you fight these other name guys until, like Bud. Wh- 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 if you're smart and you're around Bud's division, you wait till he turns thirty-five or thirty-six, which isn't hard. And you do the same with Lomachenko. You know, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I avoid Lomachenko like I'm the plague if I'm Cambosis because right. he'll, he'll get embarrassed. But there's but lightweight is stacked, stacked. He George can't like I said the world is his oyster right now. But it's stacked. The, light, the lightweight it's, world it's is his optic, oyster. It's optically stacked, bro. It's optically stacked. Mm-hmm. I don't think these guys are as good as people think they are, particularly mm-hmm. Haney. Um, I've seen people do really well against Tank until he stops them. Yeah. So when you run into the person that gets up after those shots, you know what I mean? I think Leo Santa Cruz was doing good against him. And then he was snoring. So the the tendency is, and this is historically speaking, I'm not just picking on Tank. Historically, when the fight ends with a knockdown, a knockout, you forget what happened leading up to that. Right. Bro, look at what Franz Bolter was doing to Tyson. He Tyson didn't was down every round. Right. And then he threw maybe the most beautiful right hand I've ever seen because of how short it that's was. That's our that's our intro. It's 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 like a a, a six inch punch. Right. That shot Tyson mm-hmm. Franz Bolter. And then you don't now you magically all the good work Bolter was doing. It's we don't remember that. Right. Of course not. So these there's been people who have had some success against Tank, rocking his head back, 
you know? Yeah. Um, Leo Santa Cruz was doing it, but he was up t- two divisions better than, you know, his best. And um, he had success against Tank. I don't know what... I mean, there's so mu- there's so much here, bro. There's so much to unpack with Lopez. I don't even know how to wrap up this segment of the, this part of the show because we're adding so much to unpack. We're talking mental illness. We're talking about well, is maybe he even making weight properly. All right, he's not gonna again come th- back th- at thirty five. Th- yeah, we that's think all we'll conjecture. Forty. Yeah, um, that's all conjecture on my part. The mental health stuff yeah. is again. We talk about the eye test on good fighters. This is the eye test on someone's well-being um and they the, the he look is I've, not, de- I've dealt with these things personally so while he's we not he's not well i know what it's like for someone to be off and and t- t- to be touched zapped you know we can joke about it which isn't funny and use funny words or we can get serious around right. it and say what this person's off and he's, he's off. off yeah he's off and and you know my uh, Armchair analysis is again, it's like a narcissistic personality disorder. Um, they both have it. It's again, you pointed to Broner. It's very Broner esque. Um, I I don't I don't foresee. I've said it. I'll say it again. I don't see. I think I think Lopez going forward will have a. Very, this is my prediction. Will have a very forgettable career. I don't think we see him at the forum. We saw him against Richard Comey, who fights December 11th against uh, against Loma. And I and certainly not the guy that we saw against Lomachenko. I don't think that the Lopez's are long for boxing. Either one. Um, I think that's you know, it's it's, it's uh, sad. It's it's sad. And what's more sad is that I agree, because this is where I say. Now nah, you're off. We'll be back, and we're both, you know, and you're proven wrong, and I'm proven right. I I don't disagree with you. Right. I don't think this is going to go well. How's that? No, I I won't say what you what you're saying. I I don't think this ends up well. Uh, I is that this? Are we giving the same prediction with different words? Quite possibly. Yeah, I mean, um, I, like if you really want my specific predictions, look, guys that lose to twelve to one dogs don't get promoted all that often after that. Right. Usually they get, usually they get, they get dropped by their promoter. Yeah. I, that's a boxing prediction still. I'm just talking oh. about some dark stuff. Oh, okay. And you know, well, I think it le- it'll lead into more dark stuff. Yeah. I, I just, I just, I, just I, I, I see an avalanche of problems with these. With that, these yeah. Problems. That's fair. That's, that's what I'm getting at. I think this is the uh, the snowball. Yeah. All right, you know? moving on. Yeah. Go, props to George Cambosis. Yeah. Good uh, win. Tough kid. A, a fight that was on right after, which was nice that they didn't compete the cards. Uh, one fight was in. Where was that? Stephen Fulton, Brandon Figueroa fight. Was that? It was Texas? in Vegas. Oh, it was in Vegas. Right. Yeah. So it was nice. It was on the West Coast, and we had an East yep. Coast fight. Yeah. So. Uh, as much as you and I, it pisses us off when there's competing cards. This is one time where the where the times wound up right. Uh, cool boy Steph, our boy, Philly's own, Philly's own Stephen Fulton, who you and I, I think, six months ago on this show, 
had him as one of our fighters to watch. Yeah. Um, fought Brandon. We basically had him be like we we just gush over uh, Boots so much. And right. then I think it was like Cool Boy Steph was our our, our second guy at the gushing over Boots. Yeah, I, I, yeah, and of course Virgil Ortiz is another guy yeah. that we love. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, Steph, we 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 love this kid. Um, and uh, he fought Brandon Figueroa for a unified WBO. Uh, Fulton held W holds the WBO, and now the W Figueroa's WBC Junior Fellow. Uh, question. Other way, belt. God. Question. Did you score this officially? I did like not. Nine. Okay, I did. I did not. So this was this was too much fun to score. Um, I a little. All right. Let me say this. Let me say this. What Teofimo's father and son were such bozos, right? Yeah. And I say such with an emphasis. Right. Such bozos. That they, segway, Vinny. Segway. They took away from what I felt was a very bozo free boat. No bozo esque Brandon Figueroa post fight. Oh, dude. I thought you were going to talk about something totally different. I thought you were going nice from shitty father son relationship to nice because Steph's Ah. Steph's father trains him. Correct? Yes. Or I think he's the second. Okay. Whoever, he's in his corner. No, his father was in jail. Right. And he's out now. He's the second. He's not okay, the trainer. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, but yes, th- he's in his corner. Yes. Right. Dude, this Brandon Figueroa. This Brandon Figueroa. That post fight, man. What a what a what an entitled schmuck you Yeah, man. I mean, look, I don't know how people I scored it. I don't know how people had it. So oh, I oh, see- oh, I wanna I, I gotta shoot on my and I've shot on him before as far as Jim Gray. Oh, man. Get the microphone out. This is Steph's moment. This is Steph's moment. Yep. Unified. Unified. Figueroa Figueroa will have his time to talk. Yep. Get the mic. Do not let them bum rush these fucking interviews anymore. I mean, he was like Mean Gene, letting someone come in and cut cut a promo promo. during a promo. Give me a uh, fucking break. Yeah, man. Steph, calm, cool, and collected. He respectful. Said, he said it was a, close. It was a close fight. Close it, fight. You know, it was a great Figueroa, fight. It was a great Figueroa, fight, guys. Great, great fight. Most of you were probably watching this, and a lot of you probably didn't turn over. Watch it. Watch it, watch, guys. Watch cool boy Steph Brandon Figueroa. You want to talk about it? And, and, and if I can add, B. It looked like uh, Figueroa was going to make it a stinker the first couple rounds. I'm like, yeah. oh, no, man, don't draw part of this. Right. And then it turned into this, this phone booth fight. Phone booth shit, dude. Look, Middle of the ring, against the ropes. On the logo, whatever whoever was spo- whatever the right. sponsor was. Right. Stand on the it, logo. This is, this is one of those fights that I had it for Stephen Fulton. And I don't think anybody would be mad if you had it for Brandon Figueroa. It's again not a robbery. There was little flip rounds you could no, flip. nuance, babe. right? Nuance. Right. This is one. <laughs> this is when we talk about where are judges? Do we believe they should be ringside or do we believe they should be separated? But watching on a screen I like think we are. Should, I mean, the media was split on this one. Uh, commentators who I 
respect and love and analysts that I respect and love had it different than I did. Some I agreed didn't, with me. I didn't have a hard time scoring this, and it goes to what I like. It's so to what, what do right? you like? Subjective you know, sport. I had I, it eight to four for you, cool boy Steph. I was not doing some yo, I love this guy. I'm score. I was being dead up. You know what I'm saying? Like I uh-huh. had I can't say I didn't have a horse in the race because that would be a lie, but I was scoring it fair. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's Steph Bowen, Philly guy. It's my guy. I love his style. It's very Philly-esque, you know, right. um, defensively responsible, clear, short shots. His, I, Figueroa was coming in, obviously longer kid, could have stayed on the jab. It's not a style. It's that, not a style. That Mexican, Mexicans typically embrace. You and I have always said Juan, Ma, Juan Manuel Marquez broke the mold of sure. what Mexican style is. But Figueroa fights in a Mexican style. It's not his style. They just pop that jab, come back with a right and roll out. No. Just throw punches. Tons of them. Tons of them. At all but angles. The pace at all in, angles. The pa- guys, the pace in this fight. Yo, these guys, the conditioning of these guys. Frightening. And let's scary. I, I, I want to I just want to talk about how a few things. One, yeah, me too. This Stefan Fulton is 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 strong. This Stefan Fulton is a tough customer. Yep. This Stefan Fulton, they were three different times in that fight where I thought he was finished. His body language, his face, he yep. just, I was like, up oh, here's, you know, and he would just cut, he take his fucking head. He put it right in his Figueroa's chin and yep. he just fucking march Figueroa back. He, yep. he got inside the octopus arms yep. of, 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 of this Figueroa. That's and how he won the fight to me. That's how he won the fight. He won, he won the fight by, throwing in between shots in between shots that's he was he, catching him in between shots all night and it uh, figaro wanted to fight this fight so he said let's do it then right he, look figaro was um he was looping left and right and steph was coming right up the middle right he up was, the middle you short know i shots. love the uppercut bro it's my favorite right. it's like my short uppercut short little hooks the 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 one the one and two he was landing short crisp right up the middle nothing really damaging steph's not no. you know he's no, just he's wearing like, him down there's a touch difference him, between him, being strong him. and having power right so he, he is strong enough he, to, he is guys this is a physically strong yes little guy strong sturdy you think he might be hurt or done he just Tough. gets right back to work oh my god look i think he was throwing shots uh look uh, right and left uppercuts on the inside Hooks catching him coming in. Look, Figueroa threw tons of punches, which is going to win you score rounds. Absolutely. Yes. You know, just yes. tons and tons. So that's of why punches, I'm not man. mad. You could you could have had this for Figueroa. I get it, and and I I, I wouldn't me personally because what I like to see is what Fulton did. I the 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 swarming. Some people like that style, you know the. A swarmer, right? A guy who's just going to sure. be on you. And I, I, I was, I was texting with Correct, and I said, Jesus Christ, Figueroa is like a lead blanket, is what I compared him to. Uh-huh. He just fucking lays on. He don't fucking go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, by the way, toughness too and strength. This guy physical Figueroa is tough. Yeah. Like his brother was tough. Yeah. Um. Th- these are these are tough guys. I mean, I don't know that many other fighters who would get hit clean like he did and this is the game plan 
This is what we're sticking with. And I'm just going to continue to impose my will. Yes. If there was another guy on the other end of Figueroa's will, he probably would have wilted. But but this Stefan Fulton. I don't know. how. I don't know many guys at, uh, you know, uh, sometimes we look at who the ring has a top 10. I don't, I can't think of many other guys around that weight that would have been able to take that pressure and, and continue that pace uh, look, and give it right back, give it right back. He was look the inside fighting. The inside if, fighting was fucking beautiful from man. both it's guys. Beautiful from both, from both of them. They were on uh, the inside landing. Just, just cool little boy choppy. step, cool boy step. He was parrying. Catching oh, yeah. if he wasn't if he wasn't catching and shooting, he was firing in between the shots. Um, he was punching with him a lot, right? Catching him with the more. Uh, if I had a critique of of uh, of, of Figueroa, it, it's just he loops some of those shots, which allows you to come up the right. middle and punch with him and land your shots first, right? Because one is coming in on a straight line. What's the fastest, you know, fastest uh, from point A to point B is a straight it's line. It's a straight line. Right. So, so, so there was a lot of that going on when, when cool boy Steph was landing. Now, when you have that, you used the term the octopus arms in regards to length. It's almost like octopus. You're getting an octopus. You're getting hit by arms. Right. Too. And not just the range and the and, long, but it's like it's, you're getting. You can't move out of the way. He's you always can't there. get out of the way. His, the kids his, on you. His elbows, you. his elbows are dropping down on on your forearms. It hurts. He's you know he's in he's in your face, hovering over you the whole time. He look. I realize one is an all time great, and we some some of this stuff. A lot of what we do is hyperbole. But the the way some guys were against Chavez, yo, I can't get rid of this guy. This right. guy's. This guy's here. I I, here. I land a one two and he resets. He's back in my body, bang in my body. Yeah, that was. Um, look, man, I had it. I had it one sixteen, one twelve, and before anyone flips out, that means there was there could be two close rounds. I had it. You could flip. I, if we're gonna sit here and say it, I'm gonna rewatch it for us for our end of the year stuff. Uh-huh. Um, because I think this is a fight, guys. This is a fight you can watch a hundred times. If, if this fight, I couldn't believe it. All of a sudden, it's like the 10th round. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. You know, it's funny, too, how a fast-paced fight seems to move faster, right? Hey, you know, like, look, man, even a good fight, like just good fights or guys at high levels, when you're watching these shitty undercards that they give us now, as opposed to what they used to when we were right. younger, it's just like it feels like the night took seven hours to get to this and then the shit we love that's fought at a high level goes by in 15 minutes. See now, you know? this, this is like a shame for me. A fight like this isn't on like regular TV, you know, for everybody to see, but it was on regular Showtime. Yeah. So ho- I hope it got some eyeballs. A me lot too. of people, you know, guys don't really like these little divisions, but you get exciting uh, high pace fights at these little divisions. So if you guys, Look, if you guys at things. home that are listening to us, I really implore you guys, if you aren't into what I've kind of sarcastically referred to as uh, as this 122 pounds, by the way, guys, as the jockey divisions, um, please, if if there is a showcase division below 130, 135 pounds, tune in. There's a reason that they're putting it on, 
you know, as as a main event on a yes. showtime. Yes, or this is, uh, uh, two or undefeated ESPN. champions. Yeah, two who are undefeated young. champions who, who that are, are young. young. There's nobody who does that anymore. Respect to both of them. Both of regardless these of the fact that I didn't like how Figueroa handled himself, he also said he 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 drains himself too, and that he Whatever. drained himself to make the weight and that he's moving up. Then he's saying I want the rematch, but I'm but I'm not moving up. So then Jim Gray, who we both dislike, did ask him a good question. Well, you say you want the rematch, but you say you're moving up. Bro. Which one is it? And he Bro. didn't have an answer. Bro. So Jim Gray, for all the shit I talk about him, is not that he's too sharp. He is not the guy you're going to no, get over shit on him. with. No, no. no. Jim no, Gray, no, 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 Jim, no. Jim, Jim, you know, remember in uh, Wu Tang, was like, oh, he's the inspector. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He's the one that lets you say, play yourself and all that. That's yes. Jim Gray. Jim yes. Gray is like yeah, the very smart dad. guy. Yeah. yeah. He just looks at you like he's too smart. He's annoying. He fucking pisses yeah. you off. Yeah. I don't, I don't like, I don't like that he does that. I don't like what he does. And he's, I, I know in his head what he's doing, like, this will be for good TV. Well, he's a snarky shit star, and he knows yeah. that someone's going to flip, and that it's, even him it, getting punched is going to turn into something right. huge, you know? Right. Right. There's no there's no downside to him. If I get punched, I, I'm going to be everywhere, and I can sue. If right. not, it's still going to be everywhere, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Look, so, so um, I, I really, really fun fight, guys. I, I If I'm going to say I scored it, I had it 115, 113. Um, I love that fight. I well, what do you think about the um, the complaints from Figueroa? Which which is fine, you know. I, you think you win, you think you win. What do you think about um, how he handled it? Or no, 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 no. What do you think about? He's a junior featherweight, so that's one twenty-two. He's going to move to twenty-six. So he's is he going to move to twenty-six and? Uh, or is he going to stay at 22? And do you, would you like, I'd love to see a rematch of that fight. I would love to see a rematch. Um, I'd like, Ste they, Steph, both, they both get a nice payday because, um, you know, don't, don't, like you said, the jockey divisions, there's not huge money and the way it's created with guys like Chocolatito and stuff like that is by finding a foe, you know, right. yeah. like yeah. Estrada or, um, the guy whose name I can't pronounce that beat him twice. We fought on the uh, Triple G undercard. I forget how to say his name. The, the guy from uh, he's, he's Thailand. I don't know how to say. His oh name. yeah, yes. Who, yeah. who beat Chocolatito? The only yeah. times he lost. Um, um I, yeah. well, he lost to Estrada, but I but I didn't think it was a loss. You know, I didn't either. Um, anyway, wh what do you uh, what do you see happening here before we move on to our to, to you know what's coming up? It's Rungvisai. Yes. Sai Rungvisai. Yeah. I think it is. Um, Sor Rungvisai. Yeah. Um, what, Sorry. Next, next, it's, you don't apologize to me, brother. Um, Steph, it's Stefan uh, Figueroa. What do I see next? Um, do you see him going up? Will, will Steph, your cool boy Steph, say, yeah, I'll go up to 26 and fight you? I see, mean, I, I, see what the some one of the beauties of the uh, these divisions is that they're like only four pounds apart, right? So these guys can follow each other. You know what I mean? Like, all right, fuck it, you're gonna go up. I'll go up with you. Um, my <clears> only <throat> issue there with that is if you are making weight easily. Figaro is not. He's tall. He's rangy. Steph is not like yo. This is killing me, etc., yeah. etc. I wouldn't chase him. I wouldn't either. Why should he? Man. He won. 
Um, um, but yeah, so we can get into uh, that guy, that kid, Ahmed Alayev from Uzbekistan. He's got the WBA strap. Okay. He's 10 and 0, you know. Um, you know, again, man, where you, I like that you call the Madraki divisions. We talk about, uh, we know who some of these guys are, like it's Steph Fulton, uh, Ahmed Delayev. <laughs> it's probably, you know, it's a, it's a unification fight. It's another Showtime main event. Right. Um, I'm trying to get these guys paid. No, I, I yeah, you, you, you know, ha- yeah, you have your matchmaker hat on. Um, I do. I do. And right. that's what I, I want to see unified guys. Right. So, so to me, there's two options of your cool boy staff, bro. Run it back and get a nice little payday because you have a fight of the year candidate in my opinion. That's a fight of the year candidate. No knockdowns, rock 'em sock 'em, but high level rock 'em sock. Yeah. High level. This isn't. This isn't. You know. Uh, this is. Uh, I used to have a name for it, but it's 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 like an intellectual war. Right. You know. Okay. It's I like smart. that. It's it's. You know. There's. There's this shit that you oh they beat the shit out of each other, but it's slovenly. There's looping shots. They're getting hit with everything, and it, hey, it's fun to watch. Right. Don't get it twisted. This was but this, yeah, this was, was high level this, shit, guys. You gotta watch this fight, guys. I wanted to add Figueroa, something. Figueroa, I the only comparison I have to a guy this tall and rangy who who gives all gives it all up is like a prime Paul Williams. Yeah, uh, yeah, who throws that many punches? You know, and just gets just he's just in. On you the whole night, relentless, good chin, um, tough customer. Yo, I wanted to say something in, in, in this era of uh, cutting the cord with cable and stuff like that, right? right. I'm, not, I'm not saying stuff that people don't know, but some people might not know it. Yo, it's basically now at the point where things are becoming a la carte, man. Like you can yep. buy Showtime like an app for like a couple yes. hours a month. Yeah. So like say like through Hulu or something. So yes. if, you're, if you're listening to us, you're like, yo, these maniacs buy these pay-per-views and buy this. Yes, we do. But you're not, you're, we do this um, because we love it. We cover the sport. Right. So, but if you're someone who's like, oh, I don't have Showtime. So I'm no, 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 no. I get that. You know, we're living in a time where not everyone has the money, but I'm telling you, all of this shit is a la carte now. You via yeah you guys whether can, it's amazon prime or show you can get these things for what be like a couple dollars a month right? yeah a couple bucks a five month. bucks a month and i so think make you sure can you cancel. have showtime you know showtime espn plus the zone you're good and none of them are that expensive you know if no. you want to follow everything we're talking about if not you're casual we'll tell you what's going on it's a nice little segue me, nice little segue into the zone in a second too fair like enough look i just want to wrap it up do you agree with me run it back or fight this Ahmed Delayev kid. <laughs> I mean, it's like rocking a hard place, right? So it's run it back against this maniac, this psychopath, right? Uh, or fight this guy who, you know, no one really, who's also a dangerous fight. He's a fucking goon, and he can punch those those look, man, those Uzbekistan, those Eastern European dudes. They're goons, um, and, and their amateur training is to. Offense negates defense. Look for so, what it's worth, man. Punch, and punch, you punch, and punch, I, punch. Our whole lives and before we were born, respect the shit out of the ring magazine and what they say. Right. They think he's the best. Right. At that weight. Right. At 122. They have him above Cool Boy Steph and Figaro. Well, um, so I mean, wh- look, I, I think 
it's either Figueroa or him. Again, you and I want to see these fights. Uh, and then, of course, you got to get into like, you know, does he have mandatories now because he fought for a unifier, right? So is the WBO, WBC, how is that going to work? Are they going to make him? Right, right. And you and I are talking about people who have just looked at that and said, I don't care. The right, biggest, the, the, thing the, is, the thing is, at these weights, Fulton needs those belts to get paid. Right. That's that's going to be his. his no, I, I hear yeah. you. But but a small guy who said, fuck that. Um, Marco Antonio Barrera was like the, he was like he only had the ring magazine strap. You remember right. that? At one yeah, point? yeah, yeah. He, he had all. like he had like no sanctioning body. Right. Was, be, for whatever reason, I don't hear you in my right ear. I no. don't know if I'm going deaf or if my or, or, we both have problems over here. Right. Oh, Two, three. Two, three problems. Are you still on your screen? Do you see me now? I see you. Uh huh. You wanted to see this face the whole time. Yeah, I did. I, I felt like a strapper, but I don't see you, but you see me. Guys, this B is working on a broken computer again. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. really, really fucking driving me nuts. There is, hey, guys, hey, if you guys out there have a Lenovo brand computer that does not jive, with, with, with the Skype, with, with Zoom. No, no, but we said we're going to try Skype, though. So, look, yeah, all we'll you got to do is ask Pablo, Pablo, how do you record? And that's right. over. And then we're going to try that moving on. Boom, bang, bing. Boom, bang. So, yeah, look, I hear what you're saying. Those belts, the money that comes with them. You you, you said it perfectly. Rock in a hard place. You either vacate to take the big fights, and then you're vacating so you're not unified. Right. So how do you do that? How do you unify if they take the belts from you? Right. I, I, I'd love to see him against Ahmed Elayev. I'd love to see him run it back. Outside of that, I, look, man, like you said, with these divisions, these small guys, people don't know a lot about him. People know Figaro, him and his brother. They're like looked at as like like the way that uh, who, who uh, this uh, Ryan um, Garcia is looked at, where they're like TikTok dudes, young girls think they're cute, right. et cetera, et cetera. That's this kid. You know, he's got the baby blue eyes. He's got a lot of followers here. This Brandon Figueroa. This he, Brandon Figueroa. He, he's this, the heartbreaker. That's right. his. That's his. That's literally his nickname. So I mean, if you, nickname. if I got to tell you, you know, Ahmed Delayev isn't known here. The, the only named guy, and he's only a name to you and I. He, Daniel Roman. You know, he beat Daniel Roman, right? Yeah, yeah, and he can fight Danny Roman, sure. you know. Look, ten and the a lot of these guys just have long uh extended amateur careers, so they jump right into it like Loma. Yep. Look, he's got 10 fights and he's all, and uh he's got the WBA and the IBF titles, bro. So that's a unification fight for sure. all four belts. Why can't we make that? Let's make it. Let's get that. Ahmed Delayev, cool boy Steph, unless they want to run it back with Fulton. If not, I want to see. Look, then we'll have another four belt guy, B. That would be great. Especially this is what we want. Right. And 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 he's a Philly guy. He's a Philly guy. So on, on. on this show, we make no bones about it that unless uh, the fighter is is from one of our hometowns, we root for each other's hometown. So right. I root. Of course. I, and, and I'm an East Coast guy anyway. So I was rooting Me for too. Philly guys. Me too. So, boom. Same here. Bang. Right. Let's get that fight made, man. If you if they want to run it back, B, I'm not mad at that. No, me neither. I'm, and I don't I'm care glad, what weight. If they want to I'm do a catch li- weight, if they yeah, whatever. I don't, don't matter. I don't like Steph moving around, but I don't I'm not gonna make a big stick of it. I'm excited that they make that. Right. So let's 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 move on. And what's gonna what's gonna happen this weekend, December 4th? Well, uh we got a disown card between Devin, Devin Haney, Haney and Jojo Diaz. Diaz. It's a, there's a WBC lightweight belt. Uh 
trinket that Haney has. Yep. Um, look, he's not uh, the top guy at 35. He's um, we have seen his weaknesses. Uh, we know via someone we know well and trust that he's been rocked and dropped in sparring. We saw an old Linares have him on queer street. Yep. I think taking Jojo Diaz on, on their part is brilliant because uh, he's another guy that's moved up and he didn't have power at the smaller weight. So they're avoiding someone who can punch. But let me say something, man. Tevin Farmer is very good. And I I thought Tevin Farmer was going to make Jojo Diaz look silly. So Jojo Diaz had his fucking lunch pail and fucking threw Tons of punches. I'm I'm talk to me about this, B. Do we know the well, line? You want me to look the line up while you're discussing this? Um, sure. Okay. I'm curious. Yeah. Are you? I am curious. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and pick what I'm gonna say is a mild upset. I'm gonna pick Diaz here. Um Diaz Southpaw. Um again, he is a he's 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 a he's gonna fight a workman like tra- fight. Um, but he's, he's got that amateur pedigree. He was an Olympian. Um, Haney. I'm not, you are sh- going to say, I, I, I want to predict what you're going to say when I said that. Do you want to keep going or you want me to tell you the odds first? God, I want to, I'm going to predict in my mind what you say. And I'll be, I, I swear that I'll be honest. If you say it, Haney is a six to one favorite. Hmm. Okay. okay, I thought you were going to say, get the fuck out of here. Nah. That's what I thought your exact words were. Really? Diaz is plus set 375. So that's that's plus. So that's you basically four. You got to yeah. bet $375 to win. $100. You got to bet $100 to bet 375 on JoJo. You have to bet $600 on Haney to win $100. To win $100. That's crazy. He's a six to So that makes JoJo a six to one dog. Right. And, and I'm going to go generate gambler. And I'm going to go ahead and pick the the upset here. I I I, I I'm going to I'm going to predict something that 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 has become a trait of mine. I think Jojo Diaz wins this fight and gets hosed. Okay. I think I jo- think you I, and think, I think you are, I think I'm going to have a little bit more faith. I think Jojo Diaz wins the fight in a close uh, nip and tuck affair. I think Jojo Diaz medal will show. I don't, I'm not sure how much dog Haney has it. Neither am I. So I think that's going to get tested here. Um, we know for a fact it before Jorge Linares, a uh, past his prime, Jorge Linares heard him. You and I knew he was chinny from some gym talk. Right. Um, I can name specifically who had him uh, snoring if that person tells me I'm allowed to, you know, but me telling right. our, uh, our listeners who did it might lead to um, people figuring out who told me, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, I don't want to do that. You can't do that because because I love the person. You know what I'm saying? Right. If that person tells me, no, you can say who it was. They won't figure it out. I'll tell you guys next episode who had him on Queer Street. And we'll also know the outcome of that fight. The outcome of this fight. Right. So maybe so, it won't matter, you know. But Yeah, I mean, um, 
as Look, far Jojo as Jojo Diaz, iron iron chin, throws a lot of punches. Right. Uh, you and I like to say a guy who comes, you know, who brings his lunch. Sure. Uh, Workman like. Those guys are tough to fight. Those guys are tough to fight if we don't know about your medal and it's iffy. And if you're a spoiled brat type guy, which you and I think Haney might be. Maybe. Haney's um, another Haney's another, another guy. Another father son, another yep. father son thing going on here. Yep. Um, did I particularly like what his father said after Linares had him hurt? Not particularly. It certainly wasn't that of a yeah. Of, of, uh, you're, we're not talking about Eddie Futch type, type guys here, bro. You know, well, also, the people who are listening, man. It's, it's difficult for these guys to separate that. There's too much emotion involved when it's a father-son relationship. So there's a, there could be a father who trains another fighter much better than he trains his own son. Um, All right, I'm, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go the other way from you. I'm not, so I'm, go not ahead, talking go ahead, about, I'm not talking specifics with these guys. What I'm saying is in general. We've seen very few successful father-son coaching and fighter relationships. Agreed. Right? We've seen we've seen even the ones that have even the ones that have been successful. Sometimes they break up, like Jack right. and Shane Mosley. Then Shane got rid of him for a while, even brought though he back. won belts. Yeah, brought him uh, back. Brought it became back. too much. Floyd and his father and his uncle. Right. I got this guy. I got this guy. Hey, look. I w- I just wanted to say this real quick, B. Um, in my opinion, of Father, son, or even someone like Virgil Hunter, who was with Dre, Andre Ward, I'm talking about, since he was a small child, okay? Right. Sometimes the guy, the kid, I'm, but I'm going back to father and son. Sometimes your kid is so naturally talented that your ineptitude doesn't hurt doesn't him. Doesn't matter, right. Until it hurts him. Right. And it's what happened this past weekend. And it's what eventually happens to most of these guys, whether it's Papa Trinidad, whether it's Tiafimo Lopez Sr., whether it's Jack Mosley. Basically, what happens Roy is Jones it, Sr. Right. Yes. Good one. It works until it doesn't work. Right. And you, there comes this fight where they're going to cut to the corner in a tough fight. You might be cut. Uh, you, you might be getting hit. You, you, it's give and take. And this motherfucker doesn't know what to tell you. Well, look, man. And Jojo Diaz is the wrong motherfucker. Right. If that's, if that well, is Jojo, what... Jojo, But Jojo Diaz's dad is also his trainer. Yeah, but I, there's yeah. just... Listen, man, there's something there culturally where um, there, there's not a delusion. Excuse me. There's not a delusion there. And I don't know that there is with Haney. I've heard him say things that are delusional. But in terms of corner work, right. I haven't seen it. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. saying like, oh, I'll be Lomachenko right now. He said that like four or five fights ago. You know what I'm saying? Like things like that are delusional. But hey, maybe he's trying to sell himself. Yeah. I, I haven't I, seen I, anything I, in the corner where I said, oh, my God. Like I have with Teofimo Lopez Sr. Right. Right. Um, I mean, which is. Just crazy, but so you we're both picking Diaz. You're saying we're both look, man. But I, but we both went into this. We didn't talk to each other, but we both. I guess we both knew that we were going to pick pick him. I didn't decide this tonight. Did you? I've been thinking this. Way. I've been thinking it. 
since we haven't said it to each other. Agreed. We're both picking an upset special. And yo, let me tell you something. Six to one is way bigger than I thought it would be. So in my opinion, this has to come down to size because the kid, because Jojo Diaz has one loss. Right. And it was the Gary Russell. Right. And he's, I think because yeah, Diaz has moved up, but he said he, According to Diaz and what we've seen, he looks more comfortable. Um, he thinks the lighter the lighter weight was wrong for him. He wasn't a power guy anyway. Right. So so moving up for him is not something where he was worried about. Yeah, I'm going to uh, lose my power. I'm going right. to lose my power. Yeah, it it's, wasn't there to begin with. Right. I, I mean, gonna, he had that draw with that Rakamov guy, that Shavad Rakamov guy, um, who was also undefeated. And some people thought, uh, you know, and yeah. then he fought Javier Fortuna, who me and you picked to win. Picked I to win. Right. Uh, I I thought very highly of Javier Fortuna. Right. That was a huge win, in my opinion, of Jojo sure. Diaz, whether other people thought it was or not. It was a huge win. No, I think opinion. it's a big win. I think um, it's a big win. So, uh, yeah. Hey, man, I don't know if we're crazy. Why we both see it the we, same way. We, we might didn't be crazy. talk about it. We might, we might be. We might be. Right. Um, yeah, I, think, I don't uh, think I don't think we like what we saw from Haney. Um, no, I don't like what I saw from Haney. There's things Haney does. Haney Haney has some fundamental deficiencies that I've noticed for a long time. Um, he his left hand is way too low all the time uh, when he throws his right. Uh, he's a sucker for a right hand. Um I mean, I'm sorry, excuse me. He's a sucker for a left hook. Uh, he's a sucker for a straight right. Um, I Again, we have good intel that tells us that he's, his, he's chinny. Like you said, Linares had him almost sparked out. Uh, there's a lot going on there that I think that, you know, if the right, the more exposure someone like Haney gets, that's the more film someone's going to watch. And that's the more the likelihood that they're going to be targeting those what I what I call deficiencies. Look, um, man, it's very unfair to think someone's chinny and because of that, just pick against them in every fight. It's it has been my nature since no, it's, I've been a kid. It's, it, for I, for it's, me, it's, hey, listen, for me, it hasn't it's not that it's not that he's chinny. It's that the it's the fundamental deficiencies I, I, I see. I understand. And that I no, think, I'm speaking for myself. Oh, though. yeah. And, and, I, and you, I think you know. that I think that he relies entirely too much on athleticism. Uh, and again, maybe it's because of. Uh, he's this kid has been around the sport like I think he walked Floyd out when he was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, they moved. I, correct me if I'm wrong. They moved from like San Francisco uh, to Vegas. When he was a child, um, to train at the Mayweather boxing gym. So, I, I the one is- thing we have to do here, B, with his age and he's very young, is um, not you and I, but we as you know, part of the boxing community. What, what we had to stop doing is, oh, he's young, or oh, he's too young. But you have a belt. It's and like he's, no, 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 no. He's, he's also twenty four now. I think. Yeah, he's. Uh, can you? Can you? He I think just, he's 24 years old. He just turned 23. Oh, is that okay? Um, last week. All right, so that's not November 17th, 1998. He was born. Jesus, Ugh. that's creepy. 
I was a freshman in college. <clears throat> I was a uh, freshman in high school. Back then? 1998? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, Jojo Diaz. Yeah, you had a, you had a tough run in junior high. You went to like a, <laughs> <laughs> Look, absolute prime. He just turned 29 years old. They both have a birthday within a week of each other. He just turned 29. I'm gonna say Jojo puts the whooping on him. That's what I'm that's what I'm gonna say. Look, I think he uh that's what I, I think, think he just happen. outworks this kid, just workmanlike, uh too many punches, swarming um punches and bunches. This kid doesn't know what to do with it. And uh I'm gonna say split decision, Jojo gets hosed. Split I'm saying split, I'm saying split decision, Joe. They they give it to Jojo. I say split decision robbery for Devin Haney, but JoJo wins it. There's Vinny, predic- there's Vinny predictions. Yes, that's right. Look, in a very odd move, I'm not mad at it because it's not competing. Um, Javante Davis what is fading Isak Cruz, the pit bull, uh, on a Sunday night uh, pay-per-view. Pay-per-view is a mockery, but we've both said – that there's these little pockets, there's these markets, at least in terms of gate, where a tank is fucking huge. Baltimore, Atlanta, um, they they have him hyped. Uh, when 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 I don't get, you know, I mean, I, I get why they have him hyped. Uh, he's he's a fun fighter to watch. Yeah, knockout uh, artist, knockout artist. I don't understand. Excuse me. This Sunday pay per view. I don't either, man. I night, so this is day. so Vin. This is going to be on at night. Yeah, I look, that's that's my understanding, bro. Sunday night. I mean, I, I thought this was when I first saw Sunday, I said, all right, cool. They're doing like a Sunday matinee. Then I said to be, myself, wait a be, second, maybe I'm wrong. A, they're doing a Sunday matinee during football season. I mean, this has like, hey, B, even if I even if, look, whether I'm wrong, you're wrong. If it's at night, you still got the Sunday night game. When Sunday night game. Right. Why playoff, are they doing like? Yo, it's very important play playoffs. You're talking about look the the, the short start time for the card is eight p.m. That's the start. What the game starts at what eight thirty? Yeah, the Sunday night game. I don't know what it is this week. Maybe it's a shitty, shitty game. I don't know the Sunday night game. I don't pay as much attention to the NFL as I used to. No, me neither. Um, I, I I I rarely watch. It's Showtime pay per view. It's in L.A. Staples Center. I, I'm curious to see how Tank works on the West Coast. Um, you know, they've done a great job at marketing him, uh, like in urban markets like Atlanta and Baltimore. Yeah. Um, it, they, they, they've they've uh, captured the imagination of casual fans because of the knockout artists. Right. If you're a casual fan that listens to us and likes Tank, uh, B and I love punches and knockout guys. Sure. He hasn't beaten anyone that... He's beaten. He he's a three division champion that's beaten no, no one, one, no one of note, no one. Uh, and if you say, "Oh, what about Santa Cruz?" He's blown up, blown up. And uh, his his best win was in 2017 against Jose Pedraza. Yeah, that was his. That was a, that was a great win for him. Hey, for uh, what it's worth, I was, at, I I was there at that fight and. I that think Isak Cruz is better. I don't think. I know Isak Cruz is better than who he was supposed to fight in Rolly Romero. Yeah. Um, he was going to yeah, right. Rolly Romero unconscious within two rounds, right. probably. 
Right. Uh, Isak Cruz is tough as nails. He has one loss when he was very young. Um, I don't even count it. I'm not saying he didn't lose it, but when you lose like six, you haven't lost for six or seven years, and yeah. you were really young, you, I, you've recovered from it. You've recovered. You're, you're not, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not picking an upset by any stretch. I'm just saying this kid's tough. Um, I'm saying Javanta uh, stops him. Yeah, I mean, I, I got look, Isak Cruz in terms of yo, who did he fight to people out there? Like he knocked out Diego Magdaleno. Um, he beat Francisco Vargas, who's a little bit long in the tooth. Um, other than that, there's not really people you'd say, oh, that's you know, good or solid. He's look, he's just tough. He, yep. He's got look, he's got 22 wins, 15 of them are knockouts. Um, you know, again, the competition is, you know, you know, what is it? He's ranked eighth. He's a, so, uh, he's, he's a top 10 guy. He's certainly, yeah. I mean, it's a good fight. It's, you know, it's, he, it's better. Look for those people that are like, I'm not paying for that pay-per-view. I can tell you that this newer, um, opponent is better than Roly Romero. Yeah. So if you guys Um, were hoping for the Roly fight, uh, this guy's better. Right. Um, if you were flip, if, you, if you're if you wanted to see Rolly knocked out, uh, this guy's much more likable. <laughs> he's a yes. Cruz. Yeah, um, he's yeah, he's tough. So, I, I say I say Javante stops him in the eighth. Oh, um, oh, Vinny specific. The yeah. most the most specific. Yeah. Eighth round, think, eighth round knockout. I'm gonna go ahead and say he stops him in the seventh. All right. I'm going to go one one round off from you. Just on the one up me. All right. I'm just going. Yeah. What? What? Just on the, the the beginning of the second half of the fight. I think Davis stops. All right. Anyway. All right. Yeah. So what, listen, what, what, we uh, the only the, the only news usually we jump into state of the sport, which we covered uh, the stuff we had written down. Yeah. Um, if you guys are into. Really, really, really seasoned and marinated and aged steaks. I mean, maybe to the point where they're almost rotten. Here he goes. Here he goes. Uh, but maybe not rotten, right? Here, here he goes. We have what was made, and, and I can't believe it at this point, Kel Brook and Amir Khan has been made. They're going to make that fight. Well, I said that to be he booed and hissed, and I said, "Look, you uh, well, no, you said to me because you're excited about it." I uh, look, I didn't. I won't go as far as excited as I will. I think no, it it's could ex- be interesting. I think it could be good. Okay. I don't. I, I and I don't think that because I think whoever wins <laughs> is going to go on and win a title. I think they're they're both just weathered. A, just a I fun, a, aesthetically I pleasing fight. To are they any different? Where are are they any where they're at in their careers? How much different are they than where Gaddy and Ward were when they fought their first fight? Uh-huh. Mickey Ward was 37. Um, I forget how old Arturo was. Um, they were both not in the rankings. They had both been written off and they had one of the greatest fights of all time. I think Arturo and, was 30. OK, so how old is how old is Amir Khan now? How old is Brooke? You know, 
I don't know. Mick was 37. I know that. Um, uh-huh. So. Yeah. Gotti, yeah, was, we, Gotti was 30. Yeah, we, we look, Khan is 34. Is he really? Yeah, it's, which sounds wow. insane. I just remember him being a baby. Even when what, he fought, what, I was there when he fought Pauly. What Olympics was was he in the 2000? Cal Brook was 35. Khan is. Fuck. Um, I know, the, two, the 2004 Olympics, right? He was a silver medalist. Yeah, it's 2004 in Athens. The Athens. Yeah, silver at lightweight. Wow. Um, yeah, wow. man. Wow. Yeah, man. So they're 34 and 35. I mean, okay. they're both, you know, Khan's last fight, he knocked out a blown up Billy Dib, who's already chinny. And that was. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's good. That was be, his last fight? Yes, July 12th, 2019. And Brooke and Khan is February 19th, 2022. So we're going to be two and a half years. What was this shit, Kelbro? These chocolate brownies. I'm going to hit you with these chocolate brownies. Is that what he said? Kel Brook, that's what he referred to his fist. Well, he said one of the funniest things. Kel Brook last fought in uh, November 2020, which is exactly a year ago. And that was against Bud. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't think he would win. I thought he was going to give Bud a test. And he got fucking destroyed. Destroyed. Uh, and I, I think, as I am always always singing the praises of bud but a prime kel brook doesn't get stopped by bud in four he might get stopped but not in four no not in four uh um so that's that's all the proof i need to 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 know that he shot and we know kind of shot and we know their ages so you know we're gonna cover that whether b wants to or not because i we're just, I just think we're it has, i i think it has the potential to be exciting because when guys that were once elite are now on the equal level of not being elite. I think they're still, they're still, they're still uh, around the same level. Kel, to, uh, Kel Brook, to me, and and we'll, we'll we could deep dive into this. Is still too rugged and solid for a guy like yeah, Amir and he's Khan. strong. He's strong. And he's big. getting chocolate brownies. Yeah, he said, "What did he say? What did he say to him? He says, you look, you look like Bambi on ice.'" That's that what, what he, he said, said to fucking yeah, Amir Khan I mean, a few he's, years ago. He's probably going to park him, but... I, but I, he's I, got great... You know, he. I just want... I, I was, I'm was. a huge Kel Brook fan. I just want to say that. I, I I. still think fighting Golovkin at 60 <coughs> was such a stupid move well, on his part, but he needed I, a fight. Early, early, early on in his career, when I would be going to London, um, all the UK, you know, UK in general, kids were uh, telling me, about him early on and uh i wasn't giving him his flowers he he, he had to he you know it's before he yeah. fought anyone of note you know because right, right right uk guys fight that uk scene you know what i mean sure. i'm like no nah, i mean he looks great but you want me to say he's great when he's you know and then he started fighting good guys and beating right him, like you know? what they what they don't realize over there is like that's like only fighting in like new york new jersey pennsylvania I'm going to warm and, up you and go, it's like only fighting in like the Midwest. Right. But no, but what I'm saying, yeah, it's whatever, whatever portion of the United States, you know, there's so many people here compared to there that, uh, although at one time, what did they have seven world champions simultaneously a couple yeah. of years back? Yeah. They were doing really well, but whatever. Well, yeah. Uh, That's going to be fun. Well, this It'll be fun. Episode. This is a long episode, I think. 
It's because Billy's not here to mm-hmm. reel us in. To reel us in. Nah, forget uh, it. He's fired. He's fired. That's yeah. something, bitch. Moving on. What are we doing next? I got. We got some emails. All right, let's go. Yeah. So some of our loyal listeners wrote into our email, which is keotbboxing at gmail.com. That's keotbboxing at gmail.com. Vinny and I will post the uh, the email address when we post this episode. So the first letter is from our friend Brian Kirk. And uh, hey, Brian. What up, uh, Brian? Brian says, hey, guys, I just want to ask you before I get into this, I just want to say I do not pre-read these. So going off the cuff. Vinny, yeah. doesn't, even, Vinny doesn't pre-read them either. No, he's so. probably going to cut a promo on us. <laughs> Excuse me. Hey guys, great podcast as usual. Can't wait for the next one. Just a few random comments. Where do you think Crawford goes next? He has done it top rank and PBC will only offer him up Garcia and Thurman and Ugas, all easy wins. Spence is not ever fighting Crawford, in my opinion. You think he ends up on Showtime and gets an Ennis fight? What do you think of the boo-boo win? I thought he looked good against a B-level guy at best. I hope Mungia steps up and fights him. Charlo will never fight him. Also, do you think Canelo actually fights Macabo? Macabo is promoted by Don King, and that could be a giant issue. Team Canelo could offer King the moon, and he still want more. I hope Canelo Benavides is next. It's a good competitive fight. I'm not saying Benavides wins, but he will win rounds, unlike other guys Canelo fights. Of course, you always have weight issues with that guy, so who knows? Anyways, hope you guys are doing great. Brian Kirk. Thanks, Brian. Uh, Thank you. So... Where Go one Crawford, by one. I guess it's yeah, three, you know? Yeah, three where, where Crawford goes next, I think we covered that. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, I I do not care to see Crawford against Danny Garcia or Keith Thurman. Neither do uh, I. I'm very scared about that uh, Thurman thing that's floating around. Yeah. Not, I'm very, very uneasy with that. Um, I think but, there's two fights. You know, uh, if you want to go to a third, I think it's Ugas. I think it's Spence, Josh Taylor going up, and then yeah. Ugas in that order. Because they're not gonna um, make uh they're not gonna make a boots fight. No, no one is no one's no, gonna fight no, boots. No, 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 no. These guys will all be retired before they fight right. boots. And right. we have to hope that someone comes up in that time that's worthy of boots to give him trouble. Right. I don't so moving on to the next thing, I don't yeah. care. I don't care about the Demetrius Andre win. Uh, yes. do I. It's meaningless. It's meaningless. Uh, he, yes, he looked he good. continues to win meaningless fights. I don't know how you his he's such that post fight interview. He's such a bozo. Right. I mean, the, the guy, if he's trying to make himself unlikable and pulling a, a heel move that Floyd pulled back starting around the Oscar fight. Um, it's too late. He's it's too, too late and no one cares. No one he's cares. Not good enough. Right. Um, what I would like. Uh, uh, so I don't care. About yeah, Mungia. I'd like to see him and Mungia fight. So would I. But I would like to see I would like to see uh, Triple G win on the 29th and then fight Boo Boo in the perfect world. Same okay. promoter. Uh, it's a unification bout. Yeah, How's I like that, that too. Um, I like it. Triple yeah. G. Triple G or Mungia. Triple G. Uh, hey, any, any match of the three of these guys. Triple G. Mungia. Yeah, I'd like- yeah. And Boo Boo mix any of them up for their all we of get a little a little zone like tournament. Yeah, a little round robin, as they say. Boom. Do I think Canelo actually fights Macaboo? No. 
Um, there's already someone's exercising. I forgot the guy's name. A mandatory. Uh-huh. Uh, and yes, with Don King sprinkled in, uh, I think they want the fight. Uh, hopefully, I guess maybe I'll be wrong. I don't really care if I'm wrong. Uh, I don't think the fight is going to come off. Uh, I think Canelo is not just in the driver's seat in 68. I think he's in the driver's seat of boxing. I think yes. where he goes, the sport goes. Um, his improved English has solidified that. Um, I think if he wants the fight, the fight gets made. That's my opinion. Right. I don't know how bad he wants it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and again, I, I, again, so I had posed the question a couple of weeks back and I should have just done research. Yes, the WBC lowered the cruiserweight right. limit to uh, 190. WBC, we have to specify that. Yeah. Only the WBC yeah. lowered the cruiser fight limit to 190 pounds. Um, so again, this will be an asterisk. This is uh, they 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 came up with this stupid bridger weight thing. Yeah. At, yeah, which is a fucking publicity stunt. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're. Uh, the whole thing stinks, by the way, this Macaboo thing. And I like Macaboo. Um, I'd like to see Canelo Benavides like everyone else. I think Canelo wins. We talked about yeah, it. Yeah, we talked about it. Uh, actually, it all, I won't say uh, in full, but we certainly covered it in the last ep- episode. Yes. I Look, man, I, I you know, I'm just repeating myself. But I, I, I understand how much of a... Uh, a pain in the balls Don King is and has historically been. But Canelo is just the biggest star in the sport, not in the division, yes. not in any. He's just uh, he's just a crossover monster star. And if he wants to get that made, it will get made. Whatever ridiculous things Don King requests, they'll be able to get it done. If he want, if he if that fight doesn't get made, it's in my opinion, because Canelo is like, ah, I don't care. Right. And I think if, right. if, there, if there's too much like red tape, you know, that they have to do or too many concessions for Don King, they'll just yeah. move on. They'll just move on. They'll just right. move on. They don't they I don't need to see. I like Benavidez. Uh, you know, uh, if there's other I'd like to see him against a really top 170 pounder, you know, whether the, uh, obviously the dream fight is better be a dream fight for boxing heads, not for the, you know, not for casuals. Right. And if he fought Bivol, I would love it. But I'd love, sure. I'd love better be Canelo. I'd love it. To me, that's the best fight for Canelo. To me. Got it. So the next, the, uh, the next piece of mail we got, the headline <laughs> said Chris Mannix. Mm-hmm. And it, it actually got me like a little nervous, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, fuck, did Chris Mannix write in? Yeah. And it's from our friend, uh, Chris Brochu. <laughs> and he says, I'd like to hear Brendan shoot. I mean, I'd like to hear his thoughts on Chris Mannix and his statement that the biggest fight in the sport to be made is Andre versus fucking Charlo. Mm-hmm. Well, here we go. Fuck you, Chris Mannix. Mm-hmm. You fucking jerk off, you hack. Mm-hmm. You fucking phony. Mm-hmm. You don't even believe that statement, you mm-hmm. asshole. They bo- did, you, you did you try, hear? You did you hear them mocking his statement on the zone? No. Yeah, they were making fun of him. Yeah. Good. Who Grisham mm-hmm. and uh, and Grisham and Sergio and Sergio? 
Yeah, the Good. bozo girl. But she didn't say much. It was Grisham and uh, Grisham and uh, and uh, Sergio Mora. Yeah. What the fuck? He's Shut a up. clueless you, bozo. You, you're a you're a jerk off, Maddox. He's useless as tits on a bull. Seriously, you uh, this fucking guy, Maddox. I also don't like like the little he, he no, thinks I, it's funny the cheap shots at, at Sergio, Sergio Mora. Hey man, I might not have been or be the biggest Sergio Mora fan as a fighter. I like I him. I think he's a very solid announcer. Sure. He knows what the fuck he's talking about. And Maddox is fucking clueless. So the brass balls it takes to take little jabs at a guy who got in there with world champions and, and, and fought a lot of guys. And and fought at gyms in East Los Angeles his whole yes. life. Yes. So yeah. Anybody who's anybody, that guy's sparred. Yes. You know, and, and has he didn't fight you with. in the pro ranks, he sparred with you. Right. So fuck you, Maddox. Yeah, fuck you. So, so so here's my deal with this Chris Maddox. I don't know how this guy years back got the SI gig, right? Because he wrote for Sports Illustrated. He was the boxing guy for Sports Illustrated. I don't know what his background in boxing is. I don't know if he's a fan. I know I don't know if he has followed the sport for a long time. He doesn't appear to have. Um, he all around sucks. Uh, I think I actually agreed with him on something he said the other day, and I think I tweeted it. I can't remember. But for the most part, he is a mutable entity. He is someone that I cannot <laughs> fucking listen to because I get aggravated like um, this. A mutable entity. Yeah, I call so you know, Do you know my other uh, podcast, Broad Street Breakdown? Yes. We give them each a name. Like with us, it's episode blah, 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 maybe the huge fight we're covering. You know, right, right, right. If we gave them names, it would be Chris Mannix, dot, dot, a mutable entity, a, a mutable entity. That's that's what he is to me. He's mm -hmm. don't pay attention to this guy. I, 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 I think years, uh, the first year at the zone, I think I t tried to tweet to the zone like their Twitter page, like get fucking rid of this bum, get him off of my fucking television, get him out of my ears. Um, I. I know they don't like to have two fighters down there, you know, mm -hmm. but give Algeri the ringside uh, gig. But that would step on Sergio's toes. Um, I, I, look, man, they can work together better than this <clears throat> jerk off. You this, can put Sergio and Chris, you know, because we'll we're, find we're, another journalist we like it or not. You know, Chris is, you know, Chris is fighting soon. Kind yes. of end. But yep. either way you look at it, even with a win, he's winding down. You know what sure. I mean? So, so I it's just, not, I, I can't. I can't he's, stress he's it enough that this guy aggravates me. He's the pits. Like, I almost want to cancel my DAZN subscription because he's on it. He's a fucking know-nothing, loudmouth fucking buffoon who has a platform to spew his know-nothingness on one of the coolest things that boxing has done in a long time where we get this relatively affordable platform. I could name, like, I mean, call Doug Fisher. Call somebody else who's a journalist. Have you ever heard Doug Fisher call a fight? Yeah. He's really good. He's really good. Steve I like him. Steve Kim called fights before. He's really Steve good. Kim. Um, yeah, he's got to go. Fuck Maddox. Fuck this Chris Maddox. That's Agreed. it. Fuck this Chris Maddox. Agreed. <laughs> what an unlikable character. 
He is. He's very unlikable. Yeah. Look, you had recommendations for your recommendation. We always end the yeah and the uh the show with it. You had Randy Turpin beating Sugar Ray Robinson, and he was a twenty to one underdog. Did you have that because of the cambosis? I did. Is that what connected? I did. I did. So that that was the connection right, I, I made. I have some issues with this, but go ahead. I um, ahead. it was it was just a a, a big underdog beating mm-hmm. a guy who was expected to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it, there's no other connection other than just a famous fight where Randy Turpin sort of came out of nowhere and uh, and beat the yeah, top guy, guy from the UK. Yeah, um, they, this like was this fight, twenty to one. Dog. This fight was in the UK. This was July tenth, nineteen fifty one. Um, in the very next fight. The uh, rematch was the Polo Grounds, like the it was like the biggest fight ever at the Polo Grounds outside of a heavyweight, fight. right? And and sixty Sugar Ray, plus thousand Sugar Ray Robinson TKO'd him in the tenth. Yeah, um, look, Ran, it, Randy uh, Turpin's life met a very tragic end. Yeah, some uh, people think it was fishy, some yeah. mob shit. Yeah, um, it was. It looked like a suicide, but his daughter was killed. He had written that the mob was, right. you know, involved. Da, 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 da. And Look, he he was suffering was severely crazy. from uh, the effects of CTE. Yeah, well, we now know is CTE. Yeah, yeah. There, you know, uh, Ray Robinson at that point was look. He fought like six times in seven weeks. Right. <laughs> he was he was like traveling with with like hairdressers and a midget and a golf Cadillacs, and, dude. So he, Ray Robinson for that Cadillac. fight had his pink Cadillacs shipped to 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 the UK. Um. Yeah, there's a, it's it's a very interesting lead up uh, and he got humbled. But yes, I just I, it was just a it was just a comparison uh, mm-hmm. based mm-hmm. on a, a big underdog winning very unexpectedly. So, well, I'm assuming we're coming back the next couple of weeks, right? Because we got to cover Lomachenko. We got to cover. We got to do the wrap ups. Yeah. For Haney and Diaz. And we'll be working, guys. Isak Cruz. So we should be back, man. Um, we're definitely going to do a year end episode. You know what I mean? We certainly so, are. Um, all right. So is that it, B? That's it. Let's That's give, it let's for give the podcast. Our yeah. Let's give our K-E-O-T-B boxing at gmail.com. Am I correct? You are correct, my friend. Yeah. Right in there. Uh, on Instagram, I'm at box cutter Pazzy. B keeps calling it very violent. I it is. Agree. Uh, on, it's, it's, on the Twitter. 17. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> On the Twitter, it's at Vinny underscore Paz. B, you want to give yours? Yep. My Twitter is uh, at the killer B 24 and my Instagram, which Vinny hates, mm-hmm. but I love. I, I hate it so much. I love Has it. Has your wife chimed in on how dumb it is? She loves it. No, she doesn't. Like, Stop like she, lying. Like, like she loves me. Stop lying. Now I know you're lying. <laughs> that poor woman. I Seriously. I long, can't my even long, imagine my being around sup- you when you're sick. Dude, being around me when my computer doesn't work yeah. and I'm sick because she's she's my de facto IT guy. Yeah. So before we before we went live tonight, I um, I was like, how do you not remember how you fix this the last time? Right. Right. Like it's, like, her, fault. Like it's her fault. Like I'm being a total right. dick. Right. And out of the kindness of her heart, she fixed it the last time. And we, we were under time constraints here to get this show up. Mm-hmm. And I just we just did it with no video, which is fine. Yeah. But she did try. She gave a valiant effort. She gave, I like, like looking at that ugly mug, but you I, know, you know I, I digress. I, I, I was like Kenny Porter tonight. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, I was like Kenny Porter. I was mm-hmm. like, I was questioning her dedication. You were <laughs> to this, to this podcast, <laughs> to this podcast. Right. <laughs> and um, look, forget the fact that you have two children running around. Right. What that, is your dedication she, that she cares for? So, hey, listen. So yeah, my this Irish my Billy inst- bailed on us, too. We, I it's know. like uh, so my, 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 my Instagram. Yeah. Irish Billy. I don't know. I'm like this. I'm now become the producer, rapper, CEO. Yeah. I told um, him he's fired. Did you? Yeah. He said, don't kick him when he's down. That's what he said. Yeah. All right. So you can find me at at I underscore no underscore that underscore kid on Instagram, which I'm going to have to change it to the big kahuna or (laughs) (laughs) because it looks like I'm doing everything now. Right. This Billy bailed on us. The big cheese. (laughs) The big cheese. It's uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah. We call him Billy Bales. That's what we call him now. Yeah. Billy Bales. Billy Bells. Billy Bells. Yeah, I, uh, I miss him though. I do. Mm-hmm. I miss the picture. I do. Uh, you know, it's it's sad when he's not here. It is. It is. This Irish Billy. Hey, before we sign off, I just want. I know it's like a broken record, guys. Watch that Steph Fulton Brandon Figueroa fight because I people probably missed it. Just watch yeah, guys. It. It's such a good fight. It, you really enjoy it, and it's it it's, might even be on the YouTube if you don't have the. I don't know. You know. I don't know. I, I don't know. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace, peace. Peace. Knock them out. Knock them out the box, pass. Knock them out. Knock them out the box.